Hello and welcome to to achievement hunting level. Start again. Start again. Harley, get no, that's perfect. Like, Don't listen to them. You're perfect just the way you are. Is the second, eyebrows or not? The second unwanted female to walk in in the last hour. Now get out of here. All right, no, this is a no woman zone. Oh, hi, Michelle. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 196. Joining me tonight is Koosh Moose. Uh, so how does this mic turn? It's been so long. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> He's back. Are we live? Um, live of a sort. Okay. I mean, I am recording this with the video, so it won't get awesome. released, but yeah. Uh, we also have Big L. Welcome back. Nate, how was your vacation? I hope you it didn't. It was. <laughs> it was what? <laughs> Vacationy. All right. Good word. I know you were yeah. at the beach. I hope you didn't bring any sand mm. back with you. Mm, I might have. All right, we'll find out. And we also have Michelle. Hello, Bakush. The important question: How much gaming did you do on vacation? Oh, I did so. Um, an hour, maybe two hours, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Probably three hours more than anyone wanted me to. But I, yes. I think we were pontificating you like at the beach with just like mm-hmm. your feet in the water. And then you just have a, a, mm-hmm. some sort of gaming device and trying not to drop no. it in the water. See, see, <laughs> yeah. Um, the water is outside where the sun is. And uh-huh, that's uh-huh. not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for fair-skinned folk. Well, you don't seem sunburned or anything, so I guess you did a... Well, or maybe it's been well, a week. It was also very cold and rainy mm. on the East Coast, so... Uh, well, it wasn't terribly rainy, but it was definitely cold. I, I, I got into the... You know, I, I put my feet in the water. Uh, it was very cold. Um, yeah, but for the most part, it was just about uh, being there uh, with the in-laws, uh, oh. a lot of pool time for my daughter and my wife. And then uh, I did a bunch of work because I wasn't really sure that we were going this week. Uh, it was kind of a su- surprise to me that we were going last week. So found out about four days before we left. Um, <laughs> so I had to ask for time off and I had to do a little bit of extra stuff. So, so yeah, so game time was not wow. great and vacation time was, I spent a lot of time in the condo, which is, uh, which is fine by me. That's how I like to do it. I mean, okay. we found out cool. 10 minutes before recording, we had to have Devin on. I mean, you should apologize to everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back, Koosh. Thank you. Most important was, question. Did you get dumpsters? any thrashers? No, uh, I did not get thrashers. I tried to go. Mm. They were closed on the boardwalk. So instead, I went to Auntie M's. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Auntie whatever's pretzels. Uh, so we got some pretzels. Auntie Anne's? I got, I got, yeah, Auntie Anne's. Got a lot of dumpsters. Oh, my gosh. A lot of So what? much dumpsters. <laughs> Dumpsters ice cream. Oh my gosh, oh. they're so good. D U M S E R S. Okay. And they are the best. The best. They're just the best. Um, yeah. This and sounds, I, you know, mm-hmm. sounds like Maryland jokes to me. It's a Maryland thing. It's not a Maryland joke. <laughs> I mean, it's delicious. And we went it's to the Crab really Cake good. Factory and I got uh, fish and chips because I'm not a huge crab guy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, the rest of Maryland. What is wrong with you? you. See? Rest, but I love Old Bay. You so. are crabby. Oh boy! Yeah, that's me. You got to get crabs. Well, I think we hit our food talk quota for the oh. show. Oh. We'll circle back around. Oh. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. 
Well, if that, since Michelle wants us to stop talking about food, I guess we can talk about video games. So, topic of discussion this week is server closures. And this one was brought up about by the Ubisoft Sitch. So How dare you? The topic of discussion for this... <laughs> you know I was going to throw it in there just because I know. you said you didn't want to hear someone say Sitch. Oh, God. <laughs> Devin, I don't know what's a Sitch. Oh. All right, gotta go to Urban Dictionary. Oh, urban, no, no, no. urban, urban Everybody ditch. Everybody so old. We're gonna have to put urban an explicit dictionary. tag on What's this the episode. I, I maybe get okay upset. So this is the question for this week: <laughs> What do you feel is a good warning time for a server closure, and what causes you to drop everything to complete a multiplayer game? Now, we definitely should be going Nate first. Well, did you want to explain one. what happened? I'll let you explain what happened. I don't know. Oh, so the, uh, they, happened? they found some Assassin's Creed games just shut down without notice. And people got mad and pitchforks were out. Even though these were 10-year-old games that no one had any... <laughs> they, were, they weren't going to play it. But no, I think what happened was uh, people complained so much that they said, Oh, yeah, we didn't mean to uh, shut these down. We're going to give you 30 days now. But they were on the list of games that were shut down. If you go to Ubisoft's site where they have the list of games shut down. But wait, wait. So they gave a third. They said thirty days from now these things are going to be shut down, or they yes. said when now we, we shut them down. Now we have a thirty days. Now we have a thirty game, a thirty day. Uh, but, wait, no, no sure I don't think that's. I don't think but that's if, the case. I, I do. I, we should probably <laughs> make sure of this because I think I no. think Ubisoft Who needs said. In the future, if they shut down servers, they'll be sure to give at least 30 days notice. I don't think they were saying you better start these now games are shutting down in 30 days. Could be yeah. mistaken. But that, that was my I read see. of it. I want everyone to hurry up for nothing. You and I are on the nothing. same page here, Michelle. All right. Well, we're on the same page. Once but at the everyone time tells of the question, <laughs> they, were, they, were, okay. they were just they were gone. Well, at the time of the, right, at the time of the question, the servers were, were away and everyone was in total panic flip out mode because there was zero notice about a server closure. Yes. Yes. So we'll pretend that that's exactly what happened. And we'll also blame EA just because. They deserve it. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, because why not? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, thanks for asking. Uncle Sir. Beast says, <laughs> uh, I think any kind of forewarning is better than what Ubisoft did. It doesn't have to be years in advance. I think at the very least a month is respectful. That's true. Nothing really causes me to drop everything from multiplayer. Nowadays, I try, I tend to try to get multiplayer done as quickly as possible so I don't have to worry about it in the future. But I'll never hit 100% completion, so I'm not one to worry about it much. That is correct. And, and um, I don't really mind too much about these Assassin's Creed games because we had a boosting group that, um, that really put in months and months of, you know, three hours a week uh, to <laughs> knock out all the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. So I'm kind of okay with that, as long as the games still work, because I've got lots of achievements left, but uh, no multiplayer achievements. Um, but yeah, as for time frames, uh, man, I like, I like three months, <laughs> I think three to six months is a great window. Um, but I agree. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of two week, uh, window, uh, shutting, uh, thanks to game pass and such. Uh, and then of course they tell me that, uh, this halo thing is going to be patched out. And, you know, even though I don't care about halo, you know, the FOMO kicks in and it's like, oh, well, I guess I need to get that tank gun exploit before they patch it up. Um, but yeah, so I, I think the more time, the better. Uh, 
it allows you to plan for things like the the Terra shutdown on the U.S. servers. It's happening what in a few months now. Uh, like I'm th- I'm yes. thinking about that. Stole my so, answer. Uh, oh. oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, but yeah. So I I, <laughs> I think I think as much warning as possible, and certainly no less than a month, please. Definitely not less than a month. I agree. I think it should be at least three months as well. All right. Well, jumping into the Terra talk. I, that seems to be a different type of discussion where the game is, I assume, not doing well. So they just, it's going bye-bye. So they're, that's different from like a game being 10 years old or whatever. A little bit different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess if some, somebody's shutting down or the building explodes or catches on fire then, <laughs> and the servers don't exist anymore, okay, I, I guess. We'll allow it. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, we'll allow it. Very good. Yeah, it really does depend on the game. Like for something like an Ubisoft, even though the games are ten years old, they, they've got the money to be able to at least give us a decent amount of time as a heads up. Especially because, if for no other reason, not just for the achievement hunting, but also you know, I imagine there are people that would want to go on there and try to maybe play some more, a couple more like games just for nostalgia's sake. And then obviously for us, for the achievement hunting. And for something like a, uh, like a Assassin's Creed, or if Titanfall servers ever go down, you know, it takes a lot of time to get all those achievements. So if you're going to shut down the server, the cra- the grindier the list, the more time, the better. And not that these companies actually always think of achievement hunting, but if they could at least just take a look at the list that they put out. And then, you know, base base it off of that. That'd be great. Well, that's like Gears of War 5 or Gears 5. It was announced today that a certain portion of the game that I think involves building maps or something to that effect is being shuttered. So they're just unlocking the achievement for everybody. Now, that's its own. Which is also great. That's its own can of worms, right? It seems like these achievements were relatively easy to get. I'm not 100% sure. They probably have ridiculous ratios because they are DLC and additional or title updates. But what a great way to handle it, right? They're not locking it out. They're not changing the requirement in terms of like, now you have to do something a thousand times. They're just saying, look, these are things that were in here. They're not going to be in here. There's there's some notice, but this this is just going to unlock for everyone. And you notice there's no complaint about this particular mode shutting down. Because in, in, the, in the true achievement sphere, in the achievement hunting sphere, because the achievement part of it is being handled in a way that people are okay with. Now, I don't think that works for every game that has a shutdown because I did not do all the Assassin's Creed boosting that you just talked about doing, Nate, but I would be a little irritated if everyone who had Assassin's Creed on their tag would just pop it open and get all those achievements that I spent hours and hours boosting. But in this particular sense, that seems like a pretty good solution to this shutdown issue insofar as Achievement Hunters, and it shows an understanding of Achievement Hunters, which we don't typically get from game developers. Man, I kind of kind of do and kind of don't want achievements to just auto pop when the when the servers go down. Like it would be really nice for you know games that you have on your tag that you that there's absolutely no chance of you ever being able to unlock because of a down server. But at the same time, like if you have it, you're kind of like in this exclusive club. Exactly. Right. Well, I don't know enough about these particular achievements, and I'm not sure any of us do but if you do chime in i don't know enough about these particular achievements to know if it reaches that level 
So something like, you know, Halo games always have certain achievements for like, you know, do something in Forge or whatever, right? Not always have them. But if it's really as simple as like, look, just you drop this thing down. You know how achievement hunters are. If the game was up for 10 years and that achievement disappears, and I know we're getting aside from the discussion, but that achievement disappears. There are people who will not start the game. It's an easy achievement that's just that particular part's going away. That makes sense to me to just auto pop it so it doesn't dissuade people. But I don't know in this case if that's how simple this achievement is or not. Right. All right. Um, let's see. Let's do another patron response. Uh, this one's from Ahizo. He says, I think anything less than a month notice is as bad as no notice. But some things deserve more, like a 360 Live, a long-running MMO, or any subscription-based game. People paid for your game. The absolute least you can do is give some real heads up about when it will be turned off. Of course, even promise heads up doesn't always come to pass, or on multiple occasions, EA has given less than the 30, 30 days notice they promise on their game packaging. I think that brings See? up a good point, you know. If you if it is like an MMO or subscription base or something like that, giving giving people some sort of decent heads up is you know the right thing to do. And as I was reading that, I thought of Gears Pop. I believe they gave about a six month notice, and then as it was starting to shut down, they even made the requirements to unlock the achievements easier. Right. Which is, which honestly, now now that I'm thinking about it, well, we were just talking about how auto unlock, maybe auto unlock's not not necessarily the um, the way to go, but making the achievements easier is. That's another mixed bag thing, though, because there were people who were able to start Gears Pop in that stretch from when they announced the server closure, who were able to pretty much bang the whole game out in that time, where people who started from the very beginning. Well, not, not the whole game, because there was the gold tier league or whatever else. I don't remember the specifics, but I, there were a couple things that were more locked out. But the grindy stuff, people were able to do. Now, if you're one of those folks at the very beginning who were playing it every day, there's there's always – you're not going to please everybody, I guess, is the end all of this, right? Because for the people yeah. who spent hours and hours – I'm not defending the people who spent lots of money early on the you know to get the achievements early. But for people who put in the time – it's like, well, I put, I could have just waited till the last six months. There, it almost feels like you don't you didn't get the benefit of the time you put in. So again, you're never going to satisfy everybody. But I do like that approach. Even speaking as someone who yeah. who did play the game early on. The only problem with that though is it goes against the idea of why they're shutting it down. They're shutting it down so they don't have to support it. But now if they if they have to push out updates every month or every few weeks to make it easier and easier and easier to get these humans. Well, they're doing a lot of support. Uh, so it was great for Gears Pop, but I think it was just one guy working on the weekend when he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. It was slipping those in. Uh, whereas with Assassin's Creed, that thing takes, you know, it takes a village to make that game. So, Well, on behalf of those people who are able to finish or get a lot of those Gears Pop achievements, we thank you, one guy working on the weekend. Yes. Yeah, right. Good job, Steve. <laughs> Somebody send him a cake. Steve's the only right. one working on the weekend. All right. Uh, how about you, Michelle? What you, you got any other thoughts? Well, for myself, insofar as server closures, I, I, I'm 
there is the me answer. And there is, I think, in some ways, like the company side answer. The me answer is, I have lots of games that I haven't picked up in a long time. If a server closure happens, that's on me. You know, I've had it sitting there. I have chosen to play any number of other games for whatever hours and not prioritize that project. It clearly was never that important to me. And I understand, well, I don't really understand, but I think I get that there's logistics to maintaining servers and whatnot that inform the decisions to close them. So personally, look, I've had Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed 2, that whole trilogy since launch. I haven't done all the multiplayer. If they shut down when I saw that announcement, I'm like, well, that kind of sucks, but meh. I didn't put the time in in the last decade. I I wasn't going to put the time in now, I guess. So that's that end. But I think that a company putting on a game has a certain responsibility from a customer service point of view to give some notification. They don't decide right. this morning when they walk in and they're drinking their coffee. Hmm. I think I should shut down those servers today. Like there is a reason why these are happening. They're cycling those out to free up that space for something else. Or, and, and Maybe that's incorrect because, again, I don't really understand, like, the actual logistics of it and, and why you would close that server, like, if you're freeing up space for something else. But you got to figure that they're looking at an annual plan broadly. And so they know, here's our release cycle. Here's where we can give these resources. Here's where we need to take away these resources. That information should trickle down to the player base. And... I don't know how often they update those things internally, but I'd have to imagine it's at least quarterly. And so to me, I think a month notice is acceptable, but I don't understand why it can't be at least three months, at least one quarter where you go, look, this is what's happening. We did our our annual plan. We evaluated this game and our needs for these servers. It just doesn't fit anymore. So here, consumer, here's this information it's going to result in a server shutdown. So make of that what you will. So very true. That is my take. But let's read some other takes. So Erutearch says, I hope I got that close. Um, absolute minimum one month. Obviously, anything longer than that is fantastic. Getting so much warning for Halo was brilliant, but I didn't feel the draw to go back and complete them. To drop everything for a multiplayer game, it would need to be a non-stupid grind to get the stuff. Plus, also be a fun game. Ultimately, I don't play many games with multiplayer anymore, so I've mitigated a lot of potential disappointment with that. And then also, I just want to point out Freemhaven, who said, and I thought this was a very interesting approach as well. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- Freemhaven, listen to me. I'm just reading. I'm reading from the teleprompter, guys. Who put that question mark in it? Burgundy. Freem. I, I didn't read the guard dog backwards, but Freem got me. Freemhole the GM of Freem Haven, which is this amazing game we're playing in Discord. Freem says, I lumped the two-week Game Pass notice in with the server shutdowns, and two weeks is way too short. I'm on the one-month minimum, six-month or longer preferred camp. So what Freem is talking about is this, and you hear this every week if you're listening, we get two weeks notice when a game is leaving Game Pass. And uh, Koosh, I know you can speak more than any of us about the rush and thrill and time management and uh, fury of trying to finish some of these Game Pass games with only that two-week minimum. And so that was an interesting little extra take that Game Pass should probably also give us a little more warning 
when a game is about to be removed so we can prioritize those projects. So it seems like most of the community is kind of settling on this one month at minimum, but longer if it's a game that is notably longer to complete. Game Pass, I imagine they do that on purpose. Because if they were to tell you, hey, in three in three months, this game is leaving, you're going to play it and get your fill of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas if there's two weeks left, you're going to go, oh, crap, I'm not going to have time to beat this. Here, let me buy it while it's 20% off. I, I have long said with Game Pass, what I would love for them to do is say, game is guaranteed to be in service until X date. So it might stay in longer but you know, after that, and and pretty much Frame has worked on a spreadsheet that sort of captures that idea, like tracks the launch dates, how long that publishes mm-hmm. games tends to stay in Game Pass. But if they release that information, this game might be removed on April 30th. Okay, it might be removed on April 30th. You know, that's the earliest possible removal date. And then after that, you're playing with fire. I, I Right. I understand you're right, though, Kenny. There's The reason they don't is because I'm sure they must see an uptick in sales when you get that little Game Pass oh, amount 100%. off when a game is about... I, like, Well, I'll touch on that in uh, in sales later, but one of the games I'm picking is exactly for that reason. So it is by design. It is part of the marketing of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, I guess last up is UL. What are your thoughts? Hi, Kenny. So my thoughts are basically not too different from everyone else, but in the case of the Assassin's Creed games, uh, those are pretty long, right, Kenny? I mean, uh, Nate. Uh, sorry, I, got, I forgot which who played games for a minute. Nate, are you talking about the Assassin's the Creed multiplayer campaign boosting? or multiplayer? No, the, um, the Revelations and Brotherhood. And by the way, it's yes, a significant I, boost. I was mistaken before. Yes, so the server closures website changed and then those games are no longer listed as uh, being in fear of going down as of now. So they definitely backpedaled. I think they did mean to take them down, but they said, no, something happened. Everybody got mad. So I, I know I did one of the assassin creed boosting things and it took like 40, 50 hours. It, it but Nate, you did it more recently. So I think, L was to L's point. He was just confirming like that's a really significant like you mentioned before. It took you multiple months of three hours a session or whatever. Yeah, because we could only get people on. We could only get a lot of people on for three hours, you know, two to three hours a week, one time a week, just because of the way schedules worked out and things like that, other commitments and stuff. So, so it took a long time to to kind of chew our way through it. Now, other people. Uh, who have a little more free time and a, a lot more gumption uh, and go go getiveness went ahead you know to make terms up as we go um, they uh, they knock these things out in like you know under a week just a few days what like eight eight hour sessions what like uh, yeah Katie uh, <laughs> Katie and Nightwolf oh my uh, goodness a couple a couple of their friends are hardcore. Uh, when they wanted to get something, they <sighs> go for it, man. Uh, and so they knock these things out in short order, and the rest of us were sitting there for weeks and months, just going, "How? <laughs> How did they do this?" But uh, yeah, they 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 are uh, they're beefy. Now, what about the people that gasp would like to? I don't know, play these games uh, without boosting. And- uh, no one wants to do that. <laughs> okay, just making sure. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's where, again, there is the other side of this discussion, right? We're coming from the player-consumer end of this discussion. But if you're the person working for Ubisoft who sort of tracks what the general player usage of these different servers happens to be, and you see the average user is six people on Tuesday night for three hours, you begin to think, you know, maybe we don't really need to maintain these anymore. It's clearly not something where whatever resources we're using are being used as efficiently as they could be. Now, I, just as a fun uh, anecdote, uh, we got rolled, steamrolled by some some level 199 <laughs> or whatever the max level was. Some guys would just go in there and they would see us boosting uh-huh. and they would just ruin the session. Yep. And those people, I'm so glad <laughs> that they're going to lose their game <laughs> because they're going to find something else to do now. Oh, man. So, ha ha. Everyone who is at. Oh, go ahead, Al. Uh, that would happen to us during Call of Duty 3. Maybe we're going to say the same thing, but uh, that would happen to us during the flag boosting. People would see people boosting and just grief us even though we were technically Um, doing the griefing (laughs) i was one of those people (laughs) everyone who has ever done a multiplayer boost ever especially of an older game has experienced that sense of bro don't you know there have been like seven more of these released why are you here we've all been through it every one of us and we're wrong (laughs) they're right to want to play the game well on the business end we talk about ea and I was going to defend EA, but then I forgot something they did that pissed me off. So in terms oh of EA shutting down Madden, NHL, FIFA, we get it. They want you to play the new ones. It makes sense, actually, right? We don't need Madden 13 servers up at this point or whatever the case may be. We really don't even need Madden 2021 up. Well, you understand my point. But the thing mm-hmm. that annoyed me, and you know where I'm going with this, Michelle. I sure Army do. of two. <laughs> yeah. So Army of Two. Oh, that isn't where about. I thought you were going with oh, this, no. but go on. You know, you're shutting down Army of Two multiplayer when the sequel has nothing to do with the first game. So the first game we played because of a shutdown. And that, that multiplayer was luckily quick and and not painful. Uh and then Army of Two Two, <laughs> we got done to make sure it was done, and then after a while, even after they announced the shutdown, there was problem with the mass creator and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which still people ask about and try to find loopholes around. And then well, the third game, they didn't put any multiplayer after all that. And that's so a why are you shutting down the old ones? <laughs> well, that's another different type of annoying closure is when non-multiplayer things get shuttered. So things like the mask maker... There's, a, I think, a character creator achievement in Saints Rows 3 and 4 mm-hmm. that yep. is similarly impacted. Even something like the, oh, the Connect connect Fitness, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, where you, you know, all your friends had to total up to a million calories burned, or a Connect Share yes. <laughs> where you're losing the uploading of photos, so you have games that are not complete. Like, these aren't even active multiplayer servers, they were just sort of backends to contain information and they go down, and so that's one less thing you can access. Right. But, Elle, I thought you were going to mention Plants vs. Zombies uh, oh, Garden no. Warfare. Damn. <laughs> so. Damn. Someone should. Damn you. <laughs> yeah, my son just booted that up. He said, uh, this game's better than the new one. People are still playing this game. <laughs> so, And this how old true. is that game now? <laughs> Over uh, five years. Yeah. Old enough. Something like that. Oh, now you just, you made me figure out what I was going to say. 
well, soured, me for, the, the, you soured me, me for the rest of the night. Your, it's also crazy when a company like EA shuts down servers for something like Army of Two, which, you know, you need them servers for story-based stuff. Like, if you would just yes, play the friend. Fr- yes, co-op campaign. Right. Yes. Where, co-op campaign went away. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to shut down the multiplayer servers, I get that. But then you have games by smaller publishers like Time Shift or Fear, where if you want to boot them up, you can mm-hmm. go play multiplayer. Gears 1. Yep. But I thought... and I mean, Gears 1 I get because, you know, it's a first-party title. Whereas, you know, Fear, it's like, you know, it's not as big true, as true, these true. other games. Or Time Shift. Well, and this is where I wish I wish I had taken a little more time to do some more research. Um, but I seem to remember reading at some point when this discussion came up that like companies can kind of choose to run the servers themselves, like EA and Ubisoft do, or they can use Microsoft's servers. So the things you're mentioning may be a part of that, where they're using that those servers so they don't have to maintain them. But I, I don't know for sure. I don't want to say that as fact because i i don't have it researched i should have looked but i i I do think it's something to do with that where generally if if microsoft was the one providing the server space or they were somehow doing it through them then that's how they were able to persist but again Mm. don't quote me because like the halo servers are down right like the older halo 360 servers right had that that shut down so i'm you know very well mistaken which I mean, I understand why they shut down the Halo 360 servers, because you could still play all those games exactly the same way on Master Chief Collection. You're just using your Xbox One and or Series X or PC instead of your 360. So I get that. That makes sense. I'm not necessarily mad about those. It's when there's a game that's, you know, like an Assassin's Creed. And it's just like, come on. Why is this <laughs> shut down? Or an army of two? I've never gotten. I've never played army of two. Yeah, and, and I likely never will because of this. Yeah, and the first game was really the pinnacle of the co-op nature of the game. It became, and I, I, I yeah, I think Elle agrees with this. Like, it, the game got more and more like a typical co-op shooter. The more it went on, the first game definitely had the most unique elements, and the fact that most people will never experience it because they don't have a couch co-op buddy. I mean, obviously, for other reasons, it being a 360 game and whatnot. But the fact that people won't get to experience that's really a shame because a co-op game really shouldn't, you would think, shouldn't lose its servers. Yeah. This is also going to be one heck of a topic in a few years when they're shutting down the 360 servers and as a whole. Oh, boy. How dare you? Let's not bring How that up you? again. It, All I right. think it traumatized um, some people. You know it's coming. Stop. <laughs> I, We're not going to be happy, I, but uh, it's coming. I just wanted so to say that, Never. that I don't put Game Pass on the same um, scale as shutting down a multiplayer because you can buy the game. So right. you don't want exactly. to. That's I different. Think, I agree with you. I think it was just an interesting caveat that it was mentioned. Yeah. That's and, uh, and, Freem's whole thing. Right. But uh, side question. So if the day comes, we'll, we'll stick with if the day comes at the 360. Wait. 360 non-backwards compatible stuff is going to be no years. longer accessible. How much notice is fair notice? Because you're talking about hundreds of games. There's now. no right answer. So, 
I, I'm curious. Oh, I'm, I'm asking as if they gave a year, if they gave two years, it's not enough. There, uh, that minimum wasn't the question. One year. Okay. Minimum one year. Right. There's no excuse for anything under that because I forget when it was. I'm. I want to say it was 2019, maybe even 2020. Xbox really support a report of like total time that's being spent in like backwards compatibility X one Xbox One games and so on and so forth. And I want to say it was something like twenty percent of time, uh, or twenty percent of the time of people gaming on an Xbox server of some sort was with Xbox three hundred and sixty backwards compatibility. So like. That's not an insignificant chunk. There are still people that want to play three, Xbox 360 games. And, you know, there's kids growing up now that mm-hmm. will go back and say, oh, what's this game? And, you know, they right. discover new games. There's kids are, or, or someone is always going to discover some sort of Xbox 360 game. So when that day comes that they shut it down, it's going to suck. And I say at least a year minimum, especially since you were able to do that for Halo. You gave us an entire year to say, hey, our 360 sh- servers on, on the Halo games are going down. Do with this information that you will. Because <laughs> you're not just talking get all the multiplayer done in all the 360 games. You're talking, it's all gone. As in, if you get an achievement, you won't see a timestamp anymore, just anything. Right. I'm talking about the same as the that's Windows phone about. is going through right now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that's the same thing where you can still play the games. But yeah. achievements will no longer attach to your profile. Like that element of it will be yeah. discontinued. And I never even would have thought about this as really a potential concern, except we're seeing this with Windows Phone now. Now, Windows Phone mm-hmm. obviously was a much smaller install base, so there's not as much concern. There are many fewer games. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reasons why that makes And it still took so many years past Windows Phone being insignificant, right? Like, I, I don't know how much. I think they gave like six months notice for Windows Phone. Sounds about right. I wonder but, if 360 games will just show up as offline on on TA, for example, and still count towards your gamer score and stuff like that. Like, I wonder how it's going to be. Well, they should, the at the win- very least. That would be My, a fair I, compromise. I don't know, because I, I think with Windows Phone games, they're just going to be done. Like, that's, they're not going to show up as offline. There's just not going to be that support. But uh, again, I don't really know the All right. back end of this, so it's possible. Do you have any sense of any of that, Koosh, or you have any other... Commentary Never other than happen. being 360 yeah. will always be around. These <laughs> <laughs> achievements will always be working. Uh, yeah, These achievements will always be there. Optimist or the delusional? All right, we have a couple more <laughs> both. patrons. Uh, Mr. Chewy, the good old Wookiee, said, I had the luxury of being unaffected by these temporary closures having completed the Assassin's Creed multiplayer stuff long ago. My friends were though, and although I do understand why companies can't keep servers up forever I can never understand why they rarely give notice of their plans. Their plans? (laughs) World domination. Those feelings extend to delistings too. A social media post on the matter takes seconds to create and would benefit the world or at least the the word of achievement hunters immensely. Yes, that's a different topic. A month would be nice, but it's probably not enough for the grindier games. Three months at least would be optimum. Six months feels like a luxury, but it would be nice. And you know, okay, well, that reminded me when when they were talking about the social media posts. After Charge did that, 
after after charge did that when it was leaving it was going to leave game pass and then they're shutting the servers down they released a couple of posts saying hey we're shutting everything down go ahead and get in while getting's good and then they saw a spike in sale or not in sales they saw a spike in players and actually wound up helping achievement hunters get this get the and achievement they gave codes yeah away. they gave the game away to several people oh yes 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 that too that's why nice guys finish last. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. <laughs> Those guys were great. Uh, uh, I, 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 heart, I really hate just stomping on the grave, but uh, right. Remember really, when the they were really nice boss one one guys gave away all those codes too. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. So Didn't I think they become uh, a, a financial success afterward. Um, yeah, sure. That's that's how I remember the story ending. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the 360 will always be running. Yes. All these things are totally true. Do you want to say something, Michelle, before I put a bow on it? As I say, I think you have one more patron oh, all right. comment to read. To put a bow on it, Mr. Mental Knight says, I have the same thoughts as my peers. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Mental. <laughs> you, you summed it up done. better than any of us ever could. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> so we're ready to talk about some games we want to showcase that possibly don't have server closures. Doubt. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's start with Nate. Oh my gosh, thank oh you. Oh boy. He's so excited. Um, Holy crap, somebody's excited. He's, he's had like, oh my been away from the show from one, for one week, so he is, Cannot wait. he is ready. I have been waiting to talk about this game for two weeks, um, and it's okay. Uh, this game is Blast Brigade <laughs> versus the Evil Legion of Dr. Creed. That's a great title. Uh, what a it name. It is a great title, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you were to look at the box art for this, you would think, oh, this is shovelware. Um, these graphics look like uh, something that a rattle like it would put out, maybe. Um, just from the stills, you you kind of say, okay, yeah, it looks good, but it probably plays like like one of these cheap games, one of these shovelwares. Well, let me tell you, it does not. This game is awesome. Uh, this game is, believe it or not, a Metroidvania. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't Blast usually so it's a, play those. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. That's what I you know, think. right? Right? Um, so I wow. saw this game. Uh, this is a twin stick 2D running gun platformer Metroidvania, and it's good. Uh, the combat is fun. Uh, there are room puzzles. So this is everything you want from a Vayner. This is not one of those, oh, is it a Vayner? No, this is a definite Metroidvania game. Uh, and it does things really well. Uh, it also has a uh, there was one instance where there's like a skill based room, uh, and there might be some other places that are skill based as well. But this there's this one section that is completely skill based. Like you have to be able to make it through th- this door in a certain amount of time, and it requires some uh, tricky platforming. It's really fun. Uh, it's hand drawn art uh, with animated cutscenes. There is a lot. Of voice acting, and the the remarkable thing about that is it's good voice acting. It is not one of those things where eighty percent of the people are good and twenty percent of the people are L doing a Chinese accent <laughs> that's supposed to be that's supposed to be Australian. 
um, it's or out something of, else. It's so out of my store. It's problem. really good. <laughs> the, the voice oh. acting is really good when they do it. Um, <laughs> you start out as one character, and you will eventually be able to switch between four characters. Uh, each of those characters has a special skill that they can do, and only they can do. And they use the uh, the puzzles and the obstacles uh, are, are all revolving around that. So, like, you can get through a whole bunch of areas, but there are places you can't go until you get this character and until you get this character's alternate movement skill or their initial movement skill. Um, you can upgrade your home base. You'll be doing that through collecting collectibles. And once you get enough of those, you can upgrade these little portions of your home base, things that will allow you to upgrade your primary weapon or your secondary weapon. Uh, or your health, or your health recovery, or your ability to uh, pick perks. You have a PDA, and once you get enough crystals, uh, each crystal basically equates to a battery, and a battery equates to a branch on a tree, and you can only pick one node on that tree. So you have to choose from four things, like, okay, you either do more damage, uh, you take less damage, or something like that, right? And there are seven of those total. So by the end of the game, you'll have seven different perks that you can pick. Uh, and you can switch those up at certain places. Uh, we'll circle back to that. Um, yeah, the game's great. Uh, it, it has auto mapping. So as you enter a room, bam, it's on the map. Um, the, that room will be kind of um, you know, not fully opaque until you have found everything in that room. So if there's a hidden area or there's a chest or something that you can't reach, that room will stay kind of, you know, grayed out a little bit. Once you complete it, it'll be a fully uh, solid color and you know, all right, I'm done. Uh, I don't need to go back to that room unless I, you know, have to go through it. Uh, but it's great for letting you know where stuff is because this game is big. There's, I want to say 10 areas, something like that, 10 plus areas. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's got that Metroidvania thing where I got to this room this way. Oh, no, I can't get through this door. But yet, if I loop around and I come around and hit it from the other side, I can open that door. Now I can cut through there. So there are shortcuts everywhere. So satisfying. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> this game is so good. And it was like, I had no idea it was coming. And I just, I was like, oh, look at that. And uh, there was a whole uh, hullabaloo about the fact that the game was released early on Xbox. It was supposed to be released at the same time as every other platform. So that's how it first came to my attention. And then uh, I checked it out and I was like, hey, this looks like a Metroidvania. And then when it actually came out, I grabbed it right away and started playing it. And it ended up being fantastic. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, yeah, uh, the auto mapping. Uh, so it there's a point where later in the game where you can purchase maps of all the areas, which is great. You know, it's great for cleanup. You love to see that sort of thing. Um, when you do that, it will not show you rooms you have not been into yet. But once you've entered a room, once you've you know entered it and it gets added to the map, you'll see where every chest in that room is. Uh, so you'll know, oh, I've got two of three chests, or I've got two of three collectibles, whatever. Uh, you can then go back at the end of the game, do all your cleanups, so and don't worry about that. One of the mistakes I made, we're getting into the cons now, one of the mistakes I made in this game is every time I got a new movement skill or um, something like that, I just would revisit these rooms because I could not remember what was the obstacle in that room. Was it this particular one? I don't remember. <laughs> and so I just kept looping back and forth through all the areas in the game. There are a couple fast travel points, but my biggest gripe with the game is that um, 
you do get achievements as you're going out. They're kind of spaced out, but the end of the game is way heavy in achievements, but it's also way heavy in abilities. So at the very last five to 10% of the game, you've got the best gun, but man, I think it would have been great to have, you know, three hours ago, uh, you get the best alternate gun, you get all the movement skills. Uh, so I can do all this cleanup right at the end and that's great, but clean up at the end, but give me those weapons. Let me use them for a while. Cause they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. Um, and so, yeah, like I was saying, don't play like I had played, which is go back. If you're going to play this game, I think that if you like platformers, you like um, Metroidvanias, obviously, uh, or you like games that give you a lot of gameplay for your buck, that's good. Uh, I recommend this game. Um, but I really, you know, I don't, I don't think you should go back and just keep checking every room as soon as you get an ability. Wait, save that for the end. The game does a great job of helping you clean up and helping you finish. Um, I didn't know that going in, but I discovered that through playing, and I can save you a couple hours of gameplay. Uh, this game is fantastic, and it is, once again, Blast Brigade versus the Evil Legion of Dr. Creed, and I could not recommend this more. This thing is fantastic. What a name. Do you like this <laughs> game by any chance? <laughs> well, let me think about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It looks like you got through the game in about know, 10, 11 days. So now that Yeah, I chewed through it in a while, but then I had to go away. Unfortunately, <laughs> I could not play this while I was on vacation. So I came back and I was like, what was I doing? Um, but I yeah, I, I hit this game hard. Uh and I had a great time. I TA says I played for 33 hours. The in-game clock says less than that. I think it says 25 or something. Mm -hmm. So I must have had it paused or I don't know. Or somebody's lying. Quick or something. <laughs> But, but yes, and a lot of that, once again, was me running around revisiting rooms when I didn't need to because I didn't have the thing yet, but, but my memory is failing and whatever. Um, but yeah. Were there any achievements on the list that seem like things you should look out for? It's, it's fairly, you know, decent ratio. The, at, at the time of this recording, the 1000 gamer score is worth just about 2400 TA. Um, and I know you said it's a little bit backloaded. So do you think that that's why the, the ratio is a little high? No, it's also not tracked by a whole lot of players. Or are there, are there things that you should be mindful of as you're going into this one? Mm, no, I don't think so. Um, for the most part, you're, you're just you're going to get everything by playing the game. Um, and like I said, the game does a great job of helping you clean up, helping you find everything, giving you all those skills. Um, some of the boss fights um, are a little challenging, and I would say that if you're having problems with those, uh, consider changing up your weapons um, a little bit or consider going back and looking for some of those things that you you know there's something in that room. Maybe it's going to help you power up a little bit more. Um, but other than that, I mean, this game is great. I, I, can't, I can't think of too many negatives uh, other than them backloading it so heavily and not letting you use the things you want to use the most and not having a new game plus. Okay. All right. Music any good? Music's great. M music's great. Cutscene's great. The humor's good. Um it's it's a great game. No. And it ends with the promise of a sequel. So Ooh. I'm even better excited. Yes. Fantastic. Hopefully it has a longer yes, title. I <laughs> Exactly. That'd be great. <laughs> uh yeah, they just put a 2 at the end. All right. <laughs> Also, oh, you're not one other question. I don't expect you to know mm -hmm. off the top of your head one way or the other, but it looks like in the achievements, BLAST is meant to be an acronym. Is that the case, or was that just stylized in the 
in the achievements? Because I know the game is it, Blast yep. Brigade, but does Blast stand for something? It could very well. Uh, I don't remember. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I didn't expect that that would be a very important thing. I was just curious looking at the at the uh, the list that they are always in my notes. Way. The way my brain works in my notes. I don't remember the main character's name. I was like, it was it Jeff that. Jefferson. I understand that. <laughs> like it was, it was something ridiculous, like Jeff Jefferson. Um, and so yeah. Well, what you're really <laughs> bringing to the it. table is the gameplay, and and you gameplay. But okay, it's good. Most Got it in spades. Important question: How far in do you? Absolutely, get it's worth twenty dollars. No, 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 that wasn't <laughs> even it. I, I think we've been advised to not ask about whether things are worth their price or, or something like that. But how far into yeah. the game do you get the double jump? It's very late. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> I would no. say like seventy. You know, <laughs> if let's just say hypothetically there is a double jump in this game. Okay. Uh, let's say you Vayner might hypothetically confirmed. get it around seventy mm. percent of the way through. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> Maybe eighty. I uh, I like the achievement names. Um, they Same. Don't, I was just looking at a couple of those. Did you see the? Have I mentioned this game is great? <laughs> there's. Uh, <laughs> I love it when you come back from vacation refreshed and ready to. <laughs> To talk yeah. about. Sorry to step over you. I'll go ahead. Damn it, Michelle. There's some cool achievement names, and I'm trying to tell you what they are. Okay. There's, uh, Master Chief's Worst Nightmare. Mm-hmm. There's one Shadow of nice. the Kick Asses. I love that one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and it looks like there's a Pokemon inspired one up here. Did you see this one, Kenny? Uh, which one? Looks like Creed's blasting off again. Oh, I, I missed that one. All right, that's good. I was looking at the one right under that Tomb Raider for finding a secret. <laughs> I mean, there's Legendary. Come on. Oh, there, there's, there's 52 um, achievements. There's a lot to uh, take in here. Was it Feed Me Jefferson? So I believe Jefferson. I think I was right with the Jeff Jefferson. It <laughs> yeah, might feed be. Me Jefferson. There's another one. Welcome to Jeff, Jeff Esserick Park. Wow, that's actually really hard to say. In my head, I got that it. That was easy. <laughs> So uh, blue bulls like give you so wings, like Red Bull gives you wings. Oh, this is yep. a fun <laughs> list. This might be yeah. a and, very fun list. Skeptical Mario the, approved. The achievement art is great. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I believe Skeptical Mario loves it. I, I know um, uh, uh, Alex R. Davies loves it. I'm looking um, at this. So yeah. Speaking of Alex R. Davies, not that you would toot your own horn, but it looks like in the community <laughs> that you were a top 10 finisher. Did you mention uh, that? Yes. Wow, very nice. You don't toot your own horn. I'll toot your horn. You were seventh on TA to complete this game. And, uh, Had I not gone away on vacation, oh, I'd be top five, I think. Oh. And Alex R. Davies was number four. So that's uh, very nice where he comes in. Yeah, his his completion time's like uh, 20 hours and 19 yeah. minutes. So I, I think he knew he was mainlining it. I think he just said, I'm just going to mainline it and do cleanup later. Maybe that's the way he plays. But, well, man, I, I just... I, I squeezed everything I could out of this game. Well, so. of the 10 people who completed the game, four people were nice enough to uh, offer time estimates. There's one for 12 to 15 hours, one from 15 to 20, <laughs> one for 20 to 25, and then one for 35 to 40. So this ah. is all over the place. <laughs> They're so- all over the place. And the, the first person to complete it has 147 hours in the game. I, I don't know why. Somebody left they, their Xbox on. I'm sure. I think they left their Xbox running Maybe and they went on several vacations. It's a dev? I don't know. So I'm I'm guessing though that um I totally lost my thought while we were talking about the videos. <sighs> well, it's gone now, so we'll just uh 
we'll move along. It totally. <laughs> Tell us about like, the perfect donut. Oh, the prefect donut. Oh, prefect. The prefect donut. Well, that's what it says. <laughs> Both of those work. My thought will come back to me halfway through Kenny's that's fine. part of the segment. So probably. <laughs> All right. What are you done with that, Nate? Oh, minor victory. <laughs> I mean, if I have to, if you want to, if you want to cut me off, like the, I hear the music off. playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. there's. Uh, there, sorry. I found an NES reference. I, mean, I, I got excited. Oh. <laughs> there's a minor victory for defeating Little Joe, which sounds to me like Mike Tyson's Punch Out reference. Uh, One of the first <laughs> achievements you get is called "Not a Plumber." It's for trying to jump uh, on someone's head because you don't know how the game works yet. Nice. So, uh, like, there's a guy beneath you. You just try to jump on him, and it's like. Whoop. Bleep, bloop. Yeah, not a <laughs> That's so good. Um, yeah, this game is. Great. I think uh, Borderlands had a very similar yeah. achievement in it, though. So to yeah, be fair, like that. we've mm, seen that yeah. before. But that one, I think you actually jump on an enemy, and it does a little bit of damage. Well, no, I don't know if it does damage, Some, but either way, it's the same Something Italian idea. plumber, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, my brother is an Italian plumber. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, yep, I know that one. That's very cool, Nate. I'm glad you enjoyed Blast Brigade versus the Evil Legion of Doctor Creed. And that's just a great title, and and uh, you know, hopefully your your chatting battle will get more people encouraged to buy it. Because right now it's and, only tracked by eighty four yeah. people. Just has not. It was great to not know about it. It just dropped, and now I'm telling you guys. So you know, thank you, Nate. You reminded me like of my point mm-hmm. when we were talking mm-hmm. about the hours. So I'm guessing you played this completely guide free because there just wasn't that information out there. Is that correct? Yeah, it's one hundred percent correct. <laughs> yes, there was no help. But, There's nothing. But I think that speaks a lot to the game that you were able to get through it and enjoy it, get 100% of the achievements and whatever mm-hmm. else without any guides. It's some, we sometimes lose that experience because we're so busy hunting for the achievements. So that's that's cool to know that it's built in such a way that that's not required of you. Yep. That's awesome. All right. Well, I guess we'll continue on to the next game. Um, And I'm next up on the list. So, yeah. Game I'm going to talk about... Uh, been playing the past few days and i started this very much based off of the recommendation that you gave nate uh two week two or three weeks ago mm, it wasn't last week yeah i know it wasn't last week it's two or three i forget uh, time's irrelevant now but it, <laughs> the game is gears tactics now if you don't know what this game is it is an xcom like you know kind of like a limbo like you're just going to start calling them xcom likes because this is a strategy turn-based game in the Gears of War universe. Now, if you don't know what X XCOM is, it's you know it's just a strategy turn-based game where all of the di- you could command different units um, to attack or activate abilities or su- take cover behind objects and such and such on like a grid-based map or battlefield, if you will. Uh, Gears Tactics takes place. I, I I don't know exactly know the days. L or Michelle, and you guys could probably say the exact date. But it takes place shortly after um, E Day, and right when Commander Prescott, I believe that was his rank, he uh, he issues the Hammer of Dawn strikes to glass the one city. Oh. Uh, Okay. Jacinto? Jacinto. Jacinto. So it's very early on in the human locust war. If it has this fancy name, I don't know it. 
Okay. Yeah, um, I, I know nothing about Gears Tactics, so this is fascinating. Go, go. Other than it exists, go on. <laughs> so I do the two of the main characters so far. I do recognize from Gears Pop, Gabe Diaz and Sid. And I've done forgot his name now, but he's a character. He's like an older guy with an eye patch. He looks familiar. I'm I'm pretty sure they were in Gears Pop. Yes, they were. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's really good so far. I haven't really. When it comes to the strategy turn-based games or the XCOM ones, I really haven't dived into a lot of these and really latched on with any of them. But this one, I think, is doing it because it's part of the Gears universe. I'm really mad at myself that I never jumped into Gears of War sooner. Like That is definitely a gaming regret that I have <laughs> because I absolutely love the universe. And getting back and getting into this game, it's just like, man, I should be playing more Gears of War because, you know, I mean, it's it's very much of just the exact same atmosphere. You know, everything's dying. Everything's screwed. You're, you're going to die eventually. And there's a couple of like really buff soldiers that are just coming out trying to kill some locusts and save the day. Um, This game kind of you. Like XCOM, you have different characters that you can recruit as you go through. You can upgrade their weapons, get new gear and stuff like that. And while I haven't lost any units yet, no one's died, I do see that there are achievements for beating the game without anyone dying or beating missions without anyone dying. So this, very similar to like XCOM, does feature some sort of permadeath uh, system. Except in this, you can't name your characters. Like how... Uh, <laughs> oh, so you can't get Lego's emotionally attached Devin. to them? Yeah, yeah, Devin was doing that. Yeah, you can't get emotionally attached to these. Uh, that, by the way, was naming XCOM characters after members of the community. Yeah. So uh, there was a one glorious time where I think Kenny turned rogue on the whole crew and wound up killing L or something like that. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, right. Wait a <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I knew it was something that I, that my character did wrong and completely screwed up everything. I think that's it. Yeah, you got confused <laughs> or something like like some effect was on you. You were either taking control of. I, I'm not familiar enough with XCOM to know, but you turned around and lobbed a grenade right into your allies. And that's we've played enough Halo with Kenny to know this is just a thing he does. I, I didn't know it was that accurate at the time, but now now oh, I know it was very accurate. I love Team Kill. I like we said before when you're talking about King, <laughs> well, like you were saying before with the Call of Duty Three and you're having griefers. Yeah, I'm that guy. I I am that griefer. Yeah, I've griefed on Call of Duty Three and and many other games. I hate you. But yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what's also interesting about this game is you start it up and you go to create a new campaign and there's actually two different modes. You could do a, the first mode is classic, which is what I started. And then the second one is uh, they call it the jacked campaign or something like that. Uh, let's see the jacked game mode, I guess. And that's where eventually there was a, a title update. And it added Jack, different items, uh, more characters, a whole bunch of stuff to the game. So it kind of like gave those that were playing this, you know, more things to play with and more things to do. So which for those I who... find interesting, but I didn't want to start that. I wanted to keep with the base game. 
For those who aren't familiar with Gears, what's different about Jack and how Jack would play? Uh, Jack is like the floating robot that I know he could, you know, <clears throat> Jack characters and control them or take guns or something like that. I assume he does that in Gears Tactics. I don't know as mm. I haven't used him. Okay. I'm just assuming. Yeah, it's just he's not a human character. He operates differently. Yeah, he's some robot thing. That's fun because you I have know. the robot companion in Gears 5. Uh, and if you play as the robot companion, it's it's a different game for you. Right, L, you've been playing as him in our run of Gears 5. And it's the gameplay is different, which I, I'm curious how that works in, in the context of Gears Tactics. I think it would just add a different layer of battlefield tactics. Okay. Because every character has different abilities. Some can heal. Some uh, can give like... a. a they have different abilities. That's easy enough to say. Because you have different weapons. Like the heavy class has like a mulcher. The scouts have gnashers. Mm-hmm. Some have a retro lancer. Some have the lancer. So like it's all the different weapons and obviously as you can imagine they function differently in a strategy game okay and then obviously the one thing to point out when it comes to the achievement list as there's lots of achievements there's uh let's see what was it yeah there were 61 total i've unlocked five so far like they come pretty easily it's not it's not too hard to get them uh completionist beware but then obviously they do have the seriously tactical achievement. They have to have a seriously achievement, which looking at this one looks to be the easiest of all the games. I would assume anyway. This one is it has a different couple has a couple of different requirements is to gain the Grub Apocalypse Immortal Legion. I could do this all all day and boom, achieve achievements. And the real difficult one out of those is the Immortal Legend, which is to complete the campaign on diff- on insane difficulty without a single unit dying. Which, that seems doable. Obviously, crazy difficult, but that seems doable. And then also, if you just look at the time estimate, or the time, yeah, the time estimate on what it would be to complete this, it's only 100 to 125 hours. Whereas, like, every other Gears, Only. Gears game is a thousand plus. Or whatever it is, crazy amount. I only have two friends that completed this game. This looks like quite the undertaking, honestly. Oh, I'm not saying it's easy. By no means what, what be, I say this is an easy game. It's probably more I difficult mean, it's gotten, than grindy. Yeah, definitely. It, you have to be good at the uh, at the strategy games. I mean, it's got about a nine ratio. So it's not going to be easy by any means. And obviously that's probably also because of the uh, game pass boost. Right. A nine ratio with a game that launched directly into game pass. I'm pretty sure. And has that sort of large install base. It's still going to be crazy, but it's probably a little bit inflated, but that's certainly not to, detract from what an undertaking that's going to be to get that Mm -hmm. i will also say this all is another game that is just perfect for xcloud really so like 
because it's a slow paced game, like in the middle of a match, I can set mm-hmm. my controller down and nothing's going to happen because it's turn based. So it works very, very well with xCloud. Um, if there's stutters in the middle of the game, which I had a little bit of, who cares? It's it's not a first person shooter. I don't need any Twitch skills, so it works really well. And then, thankfully, because of XCloud, when I came home today, before recording, I wanted to play it some more. And instead of sitting there waiting for it to download, because I forgot to download it last night, I just, you know, booted up on XCloud and kept playing it again. And just, you know, save picks up and everything. Very cool. This might have touch controls, too. Uh... Let's see, where's those notes? Nah, maybe not. It must have been another game I was looking at. Yeah, I thought this had touch controls, which would help if you want to play on your phone. But either way, this game would probably be better on the computer, but it works works very, very well on the the controller. So strategy, turn-based, XCOM-y-like games are your thing. I would definitely check this thing out. Very good. And... A plus on the recommendation there, Nate. Oh, thank you. Glad you like it. I'll definitely be continuing playing this one. All right. Uh, but in that case, uh, L, what game do you want to talk about? All right. The game I'm going to be talking about, it is called In Rays of the Light. So In Rays of the Light is a sometimes you uh, stroll playing game. And I am very mad at it. <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> no, I am very mad at it. Um, so this game is supposed to be a half hour uh, to an hour. So not knowing much about it, what I decided to do since I prefer text guides is I found a text guide. And there's one on uh, dex.exe that... I've been using a lot lately. It's a pretty good text guide. What it fails to tell you is about this achievement called Forever, where you have to stay in the shade. So there's actually two different endings in this game. One is to beat the game uh, without, you know, when you go outside, you have to run as fast as you can to not be in the rays of the light for too long. I believe it's, for like three minutes or something like that is all you have. But what I guess I didn't realize is that when you pick up the flashlight in the very beginning and you have that on, that counts towards that too. So unfortunately, I beat the game and I did not get that achievement. Because what you're supposed to do is get that achievement first and then you can reload the last chapter and get the other achievement for the other way. The achievement for beating it with getting the rays of the light and without. Oh. So... Of course, after the fact, I went back in and looked at the solutions and people, a lot of people did the same thing. They said, oh, I didn't get this achievement. And they're like, yeah, don't even pick up the flesh. And I'm like, like you didn't even have to pick it up? Because, <laughs> you know, the walkthrough I was reading said, you know, you can just don't use it a lot. And then you also get a lighter that you could use for a light source also. Um, but with that all said, uh, the game itself, I believe it's by a Russian developer. There's a lot of uh, uh, Russian language uh, 
propaganda, I guess you want to call it, in the game, which is not bad. It's just, it's just, it's what it is. Um, you know, it's got all the tropes of stroll playing games like finding notes or poorly translated notes. And hmm. In the contents of the notes, uh, sometimes you'll you'll get codes to for unlocking blocks and and such. But there's just one area of the game where I don't know how you would figure out what to do without a guide. And basically what you have to do is go around, like you get stuck in this maze and you just have to follow the maze around four times and then eventually uh, you, you figure out the way to go by going around four times. So there's stuff like that. Uh, the ambiance is actually really good. The sound design is good. I was sitting back with my headphones, I'm like, whoa, that, that's some good, some good sound design, which you don't really say. Uh, these sometimes you games, you know, sometimes these, they get a bad rap. Definitely not. No. But uh, it's actually a remake of a game from 2012, and it mentions that in the credits as well. So the other thing to know about this game is that it's a triple stack. There's oh. an Xbox Series version, an Xbox One version, and a Windows version. So if you know what you're doing, you can get three fairly quick completions in about two hours. So once you do it the first time, then you're like, then you know what to do. So overall, I am mad at the game. But thankfully, my second playthrough shouldn't be too bad. Hopefully, no more than, than a half hour. I can skip all the notes, the achievement for getting all the notes and stuff like that. I just have to go through and not get the flashlight this time and just kind of rush through through the game. But uh, right. yeah, uh, that's in Rays of the Light. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's get to the last game. Uh, Michelle. Talk about uh, Ovivio. Ovivo. I think it's Ovivo. Ovivo could be Ovivo. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, yeah, I will talk about Ovivo, and I'm going to go with that pronunciation. This is also a sometimes you published game, and it's interesting. Um, it so you play as this little circle with an antenna, sort of which apparently is named Ovo and Ovo exists between the worlds of black and white. And throughout the game, you switch between black and white by hitting a, and that will determine where your gravity is. So when Ovo is black on white background, gravity goes down when it's black on or white on black background, gravity goes up. Mm, And that's that's really the majority of the gameplay. Ovivo does not signpost and that's the design you're meant to just sort of explore going through but the level design is actually pretty clever in the sense that in the time i've played it at least i never really got lost even though like there's no clear way right like if you've played left for dead even though there are times where you feel lost like if you've listened to the developer's commentary look for light if you see light that's where you're supposed to go there's nothing like that in ovivo it, it just, but there's something clever about the way that the different levels are designed and the levels are 2D and, yeah. and uh, have non-traditionally shaped platforms that you are using this gravity switching to go between. As you go through the levels, there are these little dots that you collect. And then in each level, there are three bigger medallions you collect. And those medallions... Are, are meant to represent the story of the game, but they're also where all the achievements come from. So you pick up a medallion, you get an achievement. The whole game has, I think, 18 achievements. Let me just go and double check that. 
Oh, uh, no, 31. 31. It's a lot more than I thought. I, I only got to 16, so I'm about halfway through it. But that's mostly how the achievements are earned. You're just going to grab those. So the reason I started Ovivo, if you are on True Achievements, last month as one of their 30 days of updates to the website, they added targets. And one of the targets for the month of April is collectibles. Looking at my list oh. of games, I don't have that many games with collectibles. The big one I have is Life is Strange. I'm like halfway through chapter two, and I kind of feel if I'm going to jump back in, I want to start from the beginning. I also don't want to use a guide and just streamline the photographs for the collectibles. So in searching around on TA, Ovivo is a $7 game with 31 collectible achievements. I believe every achievement in the game is a collectible achievement. So it's perfect for this challenge. Okay, except for the very first one. So 30 of the 31. Yep. Okay, and and that uh, more or less explains uh, why I picked it up. I don't regret picking it up because it is it is interesting. And the other thing Ovivo does well is checkpoints. So again, no signposts or goalposts, but when you lose and you lose by hitting into spikes, by kind of falling into endless pits, the, the stages are not infinite in size. When you lose, you get checkpointed and that frequently will let you know, hey, you're on the right path. Because if you really wind up far afield, the checkpoint's going to bring you back kind of to the last place where you were heading the right way to finish the level. So it's for for what I got it for, Ovivo is completely fine. I got plenty of collectible achievements. It's a perfect game to play while like I, I know that the the soundtrack is meant to be this sort of ambient environmental soundtrack. Uh, it wasn't memorable to me, so I would listen to music or to a baseball game or whatever while playing it. Very, it's elevator music. Okay, <laughs> it's very, but it's it's not a stressful game. There are a couple parts where you do have to be mindful of momentum in order to move from platform to platform. And at least so far as I've gotten into Ovivo, it hasn't been anything too terribly trying. And it could be. It very easily could be more tricky with, you know, you have to switch polarity and kind of come in and out of these different backgrounds. But thus far, it hasn't been. So for the purpose I got it for, it's it's been okay it's a pretty relaxing game i see on true achievements it's been on sale for as little as 279 before it's not bad at that and it's it's a perfect game if you need collectibles so yeah it's it is solidly okay it's not like the best thing i've ever played but for what i got it for i'm not upset yeah it's a decent platformer i actually streamed this we got a code for this back wow july of 2019 wow that feels so long ago since I've did that stream. It does not feel less than three years. <laughs> yeah, I streamed this, and this was one of those games where you're a victim of uh, uh, game sharing. Yes. With sometimes you games mm-hmm. because I have no progress in this game. Okay. Yeah. I streamed for an hour and a half for two hours or whatever it was. And I have no progress. One of our review accounts has a couple of achie- has <laughs> actually probably about as many achievements as you do, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, it took about an hour to get roughly halfway through Ovivo. the The estimate on True Achievements has it at about a two to three hour game. And if things continue as they are so far, that seems about right. At the end of every level, the stage sort of pans out. So you can see how all these little platform elements actually make a larger image. And I think that's interesting. And from what I read about the game, 
it's meant to tell you something. It's meant to be maybe allegorical. I don't I don't get it myself. Like I'm I'm not seeing that. I'm just seeing pretty pictures. I think there is something more it's trying to do. I don't know if that sways anyone one way or the other, but it's I don't know. I think again, I just I think that part of it's actually very clever. And for a sometimes you game, which you know, sort of like what you were you were saying, L, within Rays of Light, right? Where there's this impression like, eh, it's sometimes you, but Look, it's it's an average game, but it's in the like better than average qualification of average games. So it's a pretty good takeaway when all is said and done. Yeah. Doesn't sound glowing, but uh, you know. It's a good before bed game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was fine. It's like in that glass masquerade pocket of you know. Yeah. I think I think I did exactly what you did. I think I picked this game up for a contest because I played it. <laughs> one time I played it on one day I got what I needed and I got out uh, and I need to go back <laughs> right and that's I, I played it for that hour got halfway through and since I played it I'm like oh I should really go back and just try to clean some of that up because it's not that I disliked my time with it it's just also sort of eh, you know it's a game beginning with oh maybe that'll be good for gamer tag challenge somewhere down the way I'll, I'll wait it's actually yeah. good for gamer tag challenge this month so uh, you know it's it's um it's i i keep kind of running out of ways to say that it's solid but it's solid game nothing revolutionary all right (laughs) all right well in that case uh let's move on into some sales and i guess you're up first michelle okay so i think part of my thing with picking ovivo is that I feel like I might be coming to sort of an impasse where my gaming tastes are changing. I know we've talked about this in broader context, right? Like, I grew up as a JRPG fan. I played the Final Fantasies. I played anything by Square. That was my deal. And then eventually I had to come to grips with the fact that I don't really play games that war that, that way anymore. And I was really into third-person shooters and these big multiplayer projects. And then that sort of fell by the wayside. And it's been a lot of these sort of like picking at these smaller projects. And I, I think that is sort of burning out now, too. So I was looking down the list, and uh, a couple of things that struck my interest were actually back to the JRPGs I used to play back in the day. So one is Octopath Traveler. I know this is in Game Pass, but I also am aware that it is one of those games... Oh, wait. It's it's still in Game Pass, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah, it's still in Game Pass. But it is one of those games that's in the danger zone, where it's been there for over a year or close to a year, and Square Games tend to stay about a year. It's an 80 hour game it's you know full price 60 dollars so this week it's on sale 50 percent off at 30 dollars so thinking ahead is a game that's leaving game pass that's better than the game pass discount which i think is 20 percent when a game is announced to leave so looking at that one and also at romancing sagas two and three um romancing saga two is on sale for 749 and three is on sale for 869 these both are a 70 percent discount the Saga games, uh, in case you happen to not be familiar with it, initially came out in the United States as Final Fantasy Legend on the Game Boy. Those, uh, The Saga series is obviously those first Saga games and then the Romancing Saga series. And I believe there's one other Unlimited Saga. But I played Romancing Saga 1 on the PlayStation, obviously, ages ago. And the way Romancing Saga is situated is there are eight 
characters, kind of similar to Octopath Traveler, actually, where there are eight characters where they have sort of intersecting stories, but you play each individual character's story arc. And with Romancing Saga, you know, there were a couple characters that had these really amazing 10 to 12 hour story arcs. And then there were other characters that had these really kind of bizarre, shorter story arcs. And I haven't really considered these games at all since they've been released on Xbox. But at this price and considering kind of where my head is at for these, they seem like they might be fun to just kind of take a flyer on, especially at this steep a discount. So that's what I'm looking at this week. Those uh, right. romancing games are also good because they're uh, playable on Windows as well. So those are, those are nice. Oh, so I didn't even uh, take note of that. So that's good to know. Also nice. You also keep me around to talk about dirt cheap, really easy games, since that's all that caught my eye this week. Uh, Red Death, uh, you know I like them uh, East Asia soft shoot 'em ups um, They are good. Uh, Pity Pit is like a less than half hour game. And Sinker 2 are all $1.99. Now, Sinker 2 is another game I had a, a fight with last week. So, Sinker, Sinker and Sinker 2, you know, when they're on sale, they're $1.99. They're worth it at that price. Sinker 1 is fair. It's about 45 minutes. Sinker 2 decided to be a jerk and be around an <laughs> hour and a half. And, you know, it's like last week where you start playing the game and it's not too hard and then it just gets ridiculous at the end. So when you're following the video, you have to be precise because if you mess up, you have to start the level over. And the last level of Synchro 2, I had to restart twice just and I was just so mad at it. But they're solid puzzle games. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what I got this week. Some easy peasies. Lemons. All right. And then for the real good recommendations, what you got, Nate? <laughs> I don't know about real good. Uh, this week's um, theme is, hey, take a look at this. Uh, <laughs> look at this thing. Um, and oh, we're going to go no. back and re- and talk about a game uh, that we've mentioned before on sales. And then we we, <laughs> we challenged Waka, and he foolishly accepted. Uh, Bow Bob's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition, Country of Woods and Creepy Tales. Once again, this is the show with the really long titles. I'm uh, sorry. Th- that was one game? Yes, that's one game. Um, this wow. is 340, and that's you get that entire title for 340. Uh, it's down from 17. It is an action game. It has three unobtainables. Uh, and my goodness, you need to check this. You need to check the screens out. You need to watch some gameplay. This thing is... Get a load of this thing. Uh, <laughs> and you can also check out Waka's Weird Wonders, where he covered this on level 155. Uh, and he's going to go into way more detail than I would here. Uh, man, crazy. Another game to just go and what the heck is going on here is Giraffe and Annika. This is $15 down from 30 It's an action adventure. There are 33 achievements. There's 162 starts with 13 completions. Oof. Um, the, you know, just scanning the achievement list, the, the hardest one, uh, is clearing all hard rhythm games on S rank. Now <laughs> you gotta watch this thing. It's crazy. Um, th- there are some battle scenes in this game. Um, you gotta, you gotta look at this thing. This is, this thing's crazy to me. Uh, but the battles all appear to be rhythm games. Um, sharing. Interesting. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah. Huh. Oh man, this game. Share game. that screen. Oh, you get. Whoa! You just gotta whoa. take a look at it. Go look at it. It's crazy. Uh, next up, Golden That's, Force. Uh, something. Six dollars down from twenty. This is a platformer. This game looks like it shouldn't be any good, uh, just from the <laughs> screenshots. But then I went ahead, and like <laughs> I do, I went ahead and said Golden Force gameplay to Bing, and uh, and man, I I want to play this game. Oh, it looks like a fun platformer um, with uh, you know dodging and you know interesting combat. Um, so it looks way more fun. Then the screenshots would have you believe and, you know, check it out. I think I watched a video for the switch version of it. It uh, still looks really good. Um, this one, this one I think is actually a good game. Maybe. And finally, um, <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe we're talking about it again. Balan wonder world. What are you doing? Is $12 <laughs> down. From I have to talk. it. I am obligated <laughs> to talk about Balan yes. wonder world because it's $12 down from 40. This is the lowest price. So far, uh, for a game that should only be $2, it's <laughs> 70% off. Um, it's a platformer. It is a critical failure. Uh, it's been talked about. It's got a video on, you know, Kenny, what's your favorite uh, web series? Uh, just Bad Games. Just Bad Games. There you go. It's just <laughs> bad. But for some reason... The people who have played it and and rated it on TA have given it a 3.24 out of five stars. And we know you can't get five stars. It's impossible. (laughs) On TA with 31 votes. Uh, There's no such thing as a five out of five. Um, So, man, this thing's only like, you know, it's not that far away from perfect. A four out of five. Perfect four out of five. So... I we just have to talk about it again. Um, yeah, Kush, I'm so glad you wrote this because I I wrote this one down as well, and mm-hmm. for exactly the same reason, I could not believe. <laughs> first of all, that twelve dollars is its cheapest price price point. Yeah. Uh, but secondly, that it has a three point two four rating on TA, like that's that's really not that that is an above average rating on the site. I, I just how. How? I don't understand. I think people understand. are baiting. I think people <laughs> are baiting. I think they want people to buy it and waste their money and then be mad. I think that's what it is. I think and people are people. upselling it. <laughs> oh, I haven't rated it. I haven't played it. I mean, obviously, I our, really plugging it enough. our best yeah. approach here is to challenge Waka to play it. And then we'll yeah. really know the story. I think so. Now, if this game hit $5, it would be a no of course, brainer. Yeah. I would have to do it. Maybe. Right. I wouldn't like it. I would hate myself the entire time, but I would do it for five dollars. But twelve dollars is—it's still too much. That's, that's way closer to five dollars than forty dollars. That's so, two golden forces. Uh, yeah, it's two golden forces, which I haven't played yet. So maybe I'll go play that and see if. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, Golden Forces got to be better than Balan. Uh, maybe that's fair, man. There you go. Just because it's a square game, gets that little bump. <clears throat> I don't know. I Probably. doubt it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I swear, man, yeah. between the It's Just Bad episode they did with it, and mm-hmm. then knowing how much you hate it and every single time it gets brought up, it makes me just want to play it that much more. <laughs> I, I, I do want to <laughs> play this game. I don't want to I don't want to $12 play it, though. Um, I want it to be on Game Pass. <laughs> Which is it. wild. It's not a Game Pass game. Yeah. It's probably Maybe better for day. Game Pass that it's not a Game Pass game. 
Like you don't <laughs> want to add too many games that are notable critical <clears throat> failures. So, like, how does that advertising look from Jessica McGame Pass or whatever her name is supposed to be? Guys, we're asked. We're, we're adding one of the worst <laughs> games so released in modern history, redacted. Oh, I would love that. I would love if they did that. <laughs> That'd be so good. But yeah, I mean, there were other good things on sale, but but the theme that just stuck out to me was, hey, get a load of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're coming up to the end of the month. So just as a reminder, grab a couple of the games with gold games. Another site is available until April 30th. Q is available April, well, now until May 15th. And MX First ATV Alive is also available until the end of the month, so be sure to grab those. I didn't realize we were getting podcasted by the Games with Gold announcement. Oh, we're always getting podcasted uh, yeah. by something. Oh. Um, that should be out in the next day or so, right? May. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think, I hope so. I just love news. <laughs> yep, and we'll probably be getting some more Game Pass news here. Well, you get to days be as well. all hyped about it next week during the live show. Oh, yeah. Mm. We'll get something good next year, next week. Uh, a couple of games that are available now on Game Pass is Research and Destroy for console and PC. Seven Days to Die on Cloud Console and PC. Unsold Console and PC. Bug Snacks on Cloud Console and PC. And then available May 5th is Citizen Sleeper and Trek to Yomi. Uh, they're both for a console and PC. And then May 25th, 24th is Floppy Nights. And just as a reminder, the next season for Sea of Thieves is Shrouded Deep is available April 21st to May 12th. So, What's weird, we don't have Loot River, but it's May 3rd, and that's also Game Pass. So... And we've also, again, forgot to mention Auden Chronicle Rising, which is May 10th to Game Pass. Again. Ah. <laughs> ah. It's not real, Michelle. Ah, I'm looking forward so to it. I'm so excited. Hopefully nothing is leaving next next week or next next Game Pass because I have so many of these things I want to play. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Unsold. Bugs, Tricky on me. Many games. Loot River. What a lovely Absolutely problem to have. Games. Settle down. So man. good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, the hype is rising. Man, I'm if only we had a segment hype. for talking about games that are coming real That's soon. That's not all that surprising. <laughs> but we don't have one of those. Instead, we just have a context contest segment. Uh, L, you want to read out the losers for this week? All right. G-Task losers. I think it's the last time, right? Uh, I guess nobody really loses next this week. You know, everyone's made it. This is the final week, right? Coming on now, so there's there's no no losers next week. We'll just talk about the winners, I guess, or the final placement. Mm. Only the people that join are the yeah, real losers. I was going to say that. That's uh, I don't know. So uh, Matt, I be nice, be nice. Matt, I Pat, I was eliminated <laughs> from individual as well as team with Unky Tim Fu. Those are our community members. Awesome, awesome job, guys. Yeah, it it really is crazy to get this far into it. Yeah, the commitment to spend the last 24 weeks playing the way that all these guys have is that it takes a lot. It takes a lot of planning, like all joking aside. I know we talk about the amount of time spent, but it 
really is not just about that. It's preloading and using those efficiently. It's getting all the bonuses and having some ridiculous weeks where the bonuses just do not cooperate with each other. So to have made it to the next last week is amazing and good luck to all those in the final week. Uh, and congratulations in advance on your freedom. All right. And then, uh, Nate, why don't you give us a wrap up on the Gamertag Challenge? It's the last week to do that for this month. Uh, yeah. Uh, and by wrap up, go ahead and make sure you filled out your sheet. We will be talking about it uh, on the live show. We'll announce the new one. We'll go over the scores for this current month. Might as well just do it. Uh, Ragnarok0272 is the patron Gamertag that we are spelling. Um, his wild card was any new achievement or previous completion in Cyberpunk 2077. And the bonus was Better Know a Norse, achievements with a word related to Norse mythology. Example, Ragnarok, Odin, Valhalla, and yes, we'll allow Vikings too. So make sure you mark that down. You've got until typically 2 p.m. Tuesday, the day of recording, and uh, for a live show. So uh, go to it. We will definitely not drop any hints about the next gamer tag uh in the channel all right definitely definitely never never all right well if that uh let's get into brad camp i'm not even gonna say the show (laughs) (laughs) in completions we have radonas is that a name we've read before i don't think i've read that name i don't think so well welcome radonas red 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 nanas red red nanas red nonas either way You'll tell us how to pronounce your name correctly. But congratulations on reaching that 150 completed games milestone. Infamous, whose name is much easier to read, has reached 200 games. Matism at 650. Lord of Dookie 69 has 700 completed games. Alicia has hit 750 completed games. Unky Tim Fu at 850 completed games. Magic Monkey at 1,450 completed games. Lucas 1987 at 2,500 completed games. And of course... Never to be outdone. Redemption denied with 2,600 completed games. Congratulations, guys. Crazy. In ratio, Unky Tim Fu has reached 1.8. Survivalist has reached 3.1. Uh, PRTM Clue Scroll, uh, which I swear is on my keyboard somewhere as a button. <laughs> um, it's, there's some sort of... Hmm, I almost used a fug word there. There's some sort of weird whackery <laughs> going on um, <laughs> with ratios because he has jumped up from 3.5 to 3.6 to 3.7. Uh, so uh, maybe, maybe something happened while I'm, I was on vacation. I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's actually three point yeah. up to 3.8 now. Looks like whoa! It looks like G Task Team Finalist. I believe. Descenders, uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Gears Tactics, mm. like all of this in one day. And Naruto to Boruto wow, so, Shinobi Striker, which is like 10,000 TA in its own. Uh, wow, maybe this is legit then. Yep, yep. This is legit. Oh, it's legit. It, this is the preloading. Yep. yep finally yep. getting all those those heavyweight achievements. Uh, That's got to well, feel good, good yeah. unlocking those. I'm sure. Good on you, scroll lock. Uh, Infamous <laughs> has reached a new milestone. <laughs> TA ratio of 3.8. <laughs> in streaks, uh, <laughs> scroll lock or numlock. Uh, has reached a 50-day achievement win streak. Uh, Henke XD, which is a smiley face, with 100 <laughs> days. Logic Slayer with 150 days. AS Unknown 1 with 250, as is Sanak. Drunken Monkeys is currently on a 300-day achievement win streak. Ben L72 with 400. Northern Lass with 600. And Alicia, 
currently has a one-year achievement win streak. Good job. Way to go. In gamer score, KT Echo has hit 150,000. Fight Club, 450,000. Michael KV, 500,000. The Rock, 600,000. Ace has hit 750,000. Jay Zarp, 800,000. Igneo Montoyo has hit one and a half million gamer score. Woo! That is a lot. Anybody want the peanut? That's 15 <laughs> poofs. <laughs> More importantly, I think he met up with uh, Elroy. He did. But I think they had trouble with the Battletoads achievement they were going for. It's very sad. Oh, no. It broke, he it actually broke, wound up unlocking that. It broke Elroy's nice. spirit. Very nice. Oh, they did it? Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was some sort of like glitch or something that happened to where he got it. I don't oh. know. A glitch where, like, hmm. he left and then wound up with the achievement anyway or something like that. <laughs> that needs to be on Milestone <laughs> Musings. The Nego Achievement not. Factory. Anyway. <laughs> in Litterboards. Alex R. Davies is now third. That's right. Third in completed games for Xbox One Vayners. Ahizo is in the, in the top 50 for completions for card and board. Alicia is in the top 100 of England Gamer Score and top 5 for England TA Leaderboard for Naval, which of course is video games about belly buttons. Bastion Reader is now second Oof. in the USA. <laughs> TA <laughs> difference. I can't. <clears throat> Bastion. Bastard Reader is now second in the USA TA Difference leaderboard for Xbox One shoot 'em ups. WD23 is now in the top 2,000 of the TA of a TA total. Infamous is second in the TA Difference leaderboard for Dungeon Crawly Crawlers. Anigo Montoya is in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for competitive ratio. Whatever that is, Jimbot UK is now in the top 50 of the TA Difference leaderboard. KT Echo is in the top 500 of the Ohio Gamer Score leaderboard. That's not too impressive. Michael KV <laughs> is, is, <laughs> is now second. I'm just kidding. Echo, I love you. Is now second in the Slovakia Gamer Score leaderboard. Nice. Northern and last is in the top 200 of the England TA leaderboard and 100 of the TA Difference leaderboard for puzzles. Ooh. Girl after your own heart, Michelle. Nice. Yeah, really. Prism Scroll Lock is now in the top 10 of the TA Ratio <laughs> leaderboard. You, you did a thing, Nate. You did a bad thing. Oh, no. I've never done it before. <laughs> You're going to owe more apologies. <laughs> Raw Sauce Ross is in the top 200 of the TA Difference leaderboard for Xbox One. And finally, Rocker Dude is in the top 20 of the Tennessee TA leaderboard for beat-em-ups. Now, wait a minute. That don't sound right. Is he becoming Elroy? Like, you know how... <laughs> oh, he had become Elroy a long time ago. You know if he, like... <laughs> okay, I know what's happening here. Become, like, your pet. Like, you get to look like your pet. It's, it's Streets of Rage 4. He's, uh, he's really close to completing that. I believe oh. that uh, has knocked him... Uh, it's pushed him up a bunch. I imagine mm. the DLC ratio alone is probably huge. But still in the top oh, 20? Yeah. Oh, what was that beat-em-up that Elroy really liked? 
the country bumpkin one. You gotta be way more specific. Slaps than that. and beans. Yeah, what's that called? Mm. That's uh, I could just see Elroy and Corey. <laughs> Harold and Kumar slaps and beans, or <laughs> like, something like that. It had some. Well, I get into Bud and Terrence. Yeah, Bud, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill. Hold on, I almost had it. Uh, but I had no idea. <laughs> This was a fun. That was a fun one. All right. In Bragg's, Ahizo, ahead of the removal of the glitch, completed the Halo Infinite campaign. Nice. Nice job. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, speaking of which, real quick, RTDL next month is going to be including DLC and title updates for May. Woohoo! The reason Absolutely. this is. Re- the reason this is relevant here is because Halo Infinite is weird and the campaign is under the uh, title update or DLC banner. So, yeah. <laughs> that might be drawn for me now. That's exciting. And you, you too, still won't show. There's no co-op because <laughs> screw you. Right, All right. Three, four, three. I am so I'm curating it out. Right you, you are correct. <clears throat> so... <laughs> mm-hmm. But just saying that that's exciting. That uh... dirty curator. Well, it's, for for me, it's more things like Telltale games that can the older ones that can be drawn because only the first six achievements are considered for RTDL currently. Yep. Because the rest were considered DLC. So stuff like that. Yep. Life is strange Life is, is strange, another yep. example of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited that those are now, <clears throat> pardon me, potentially part of the pool. Oh, that was a good tongue twister there. Aruturek. Hmm. Uh, so is that did what I asked and he tagged me. He's a good chap. And he completed a series called One Piece. He said, you'll definitely know what Very it nice. is. And I don't Very nice. Very <clears> nice. <throat> it's a popular anime slash manga series. Oh, that's why Kenny got Completing excited. Completing that is wild. Yeah, the not easy completions. I'm terrified to start it. There's so much. Yeah, I mean, there I think there's like 900 episodes and like 10 plus movies like it's crazy amount so we're not talking about a game we're talking about a show <laughs> yes watching oh okay. yeah fin- watching all of one piece yeah that's a, that is an achievement in and of itself so there's more than just one of them then mm. more than just one piece oh goodness well let's move on <laughs> Congratulations. Please, uh, please move. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very Reached disappointed. The in delirious you. point of the evening. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just uh, to okay. put that out there, assuming that this is the full completion, including, I think, there, there is one that was released on um, two platforms. There's one stack, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, but it's three unique games they it's almost a two ratio overall it's it's not easy to complete that series that's that is well done well yes he's not uh bollocks at those games <clears throat> as he said last week all right kt all right. echo completed borderlands i believe uh we were told cool. to uh put a moratorium on a borderlands talk after <laughs> last week but uh I guess good job. We'll talk about Borderlands 2 instead. That's fine. 
It's fine. Good job, KT Echo. No, I'd wait, like we've done hear, that. Uh, like to hear details. He actually went against the grain and said he had um, a Mad Moxie was was fine because at least you could. Some people said you could just turn your brain off and just do that as opposed to having to deal with RNG and and, and the endless uh, fetch quests and all that stuff of the other parts of the game. So I, I do could, you think Mad Moxie is anything other than horrific? What's it like having such a bad opinion? You can you can put on <laughs> manga in the background, Kenny, and uh, fan service. You. Uh, mm. <laughs> and right, uh, he's done. Un- moving on <laughs> under the wire uh philip wendell thankfully we're recording pretty late uh philip wendell just completed frozen free fall snowball fight that is crazy Very that nice. game is insane now there, there's an important distinction here is this the xbox one version or the xbox 360 version both there's are a difference tough. i don't know if the, the other one's even no, well it is if you had it downloaded before, I think. It's sort of one of those you can grab it from your download history kind of things. The The difference is, and I first let me say congratulations. Whether you completed the 1 or the 360 version, that is a significant investment in time. Because Frozen Free Fall Snowball <clears throat> Fight is one of those cell phone style games where you get five lives and the later def- the later levels are practically impossible because it's built to make you pay for yeah um for upgrades and for a long time the server didn't really work so you're supposed to be able to log in once a day and get usually you get a free life which is useless but sometimes you get a free item that you can use and, and so it's problematic so that is amazing but the 360 version it was the one version okay the 360 version had an additional DLC that was released that added additional levels, and they were like super impossible for those same reasons. Yeah. But that is a solid completion. Very yeah. well done. It is the one version. <laughs> Looks like he got uh, obtained 500 stars and beat 10 characters to finish it off. And with that, yeah, because I think you need the 500 stars to get the 10th character, if I recall correctly. So right. it's like a relief to get that done. Very, very well done. Speaking of which, uh, I choose my words carefully. No, I'm not. Finish us off, uh, Kenny. All right. Yeah, it's late. It, we, we started late. I'm very sleepy. So, yeah, you know where to find us and to subscribe to us and the Twitter tweets and all that. And if you don't, there's a link down in the show notes. So, yeah. With that, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. See you next week. Good night. Live show next week. Woo, scroll lock. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. A segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games. One that is excellent and one that cracked under the pressure. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ. I am joined today by an individual who used to be my game share partner until I upgraded. <laughs> he is Fufu. What is up, Fufu? What's up? <laughs> Sorry, I got an upgrade. You know, it's like... You know. I, I, I knew that was going to come somewhere in this recording. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen eventually, uh, so I guess do it right yeah. in the intro, get it out yep. of the way. <laughs> yep, yep. That was it. You were my first game share partner. You'll always be my first. 
Well, you know what they say, you always remember your first. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, so much like the upgrade your phone, yeah. So I'm a bird rocker man now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I can't compete with another Tennessean. I know. I think that's what you call yourselves. Yep, Tennesseans. Yep, that's it. And you nailed it completely. What is a Marylander? Yep, I'm a Marylander. A Baltimorean. Did you say Marylander? Marylander. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, I just stuck a cough drop in my mouth. <laughs> okay, I thought maybe that was like a, a regional pronunciation or something. Uh, oh, man, I've got all kinds of regional pronunciations. Oh, man. Well, this might surprise you, but I think we do too. So, oh, You guys definitely do down there. <laughs> oh, someone was giving me crap today about a boy howdy. I gave him a boy howdy, and he was like, what? Like. <laughs> Some coach. It was. Uh, I had a soccer game today uh, with a, and the opposing coach was not from these parts. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what'd you just say when you when we got on this call? The uh, you haven't seen me in a oh, month yeah. full of Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. Yeah, All right, I've never heard that yet. outside of you. Really? Okay. Well, it, I think it. I get it from my mom. I have a whole list of sayings. I, I started keeping track of all my mom's sayings. <laughs> I started writing down the phone whenever I hear them come out of her mouth kind of a thing. I have a note. It's under Ma's sayings. Uh, <laughs> would you like a couple? Let's get a few. All right. Here you go. Yeah, she says, and then I put a, 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 a what it means. Okay. Uh, I define it. So where's like a hog's nose? I have no idea what that could possibly mean. <laughs> Where's like a hog's nose means something is very durable. So like if a of a hog's nose, okay, I suppose okay. <laughs> if it wasn't durable, man, that thing because they're always rooting around and crap and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, let's see. Uh, we got uh, Jihan together. Jihan together. Jihan together. I guess that's a party. Uh, yeah, close. Working together. You and I okay. are Jihan together today. So okay. <laughs> so yeah i don't know then uh how about i swear hot dog you all what <laughs> that i'm not uh that can't yeah. be real yeah that cannot I, be a real thing <laughs> i swear hot dog you all not a clue uh that is something that is said when you're very exasperated it said instead of cussing interesting all right, there you go. That's just a sample. I have plenty of others, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be here all night. So The new thoughts of Jason Kelly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I should just record Ma sayings. Thanks, Ma used to say. I suppose we should probably get started here. We probably uh, should. Yeah, all right. I mean, it's just I hadn't talked to you in so long. I, we are, we already been talking for like 30 minutes uh, right. leading up. So, <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you record with friends. Indeed, it's, it's it's problematic, but it's a good problematic. So, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm gonna start off with the bad list. So, you know, I hate to rain on this parade here, but uh, <laughs> get it out of the way. Yeah, we just gotta get this crap list out of the way. And my bad game for you today. And in case you're wondering, we haven't talked at all really about what games we are doing. So he has no idea what game I'm about to throw his way. Not a clue. Uh, and chances are. I don't know. I don't think he knows this game, but so it's just going to be a riveting conversation, I can assure you. Uh, it is no other than Magic Nations. Magic Nations. Have you even heard of this game? It sounds familiar, like I've seen it on a, on a sale or something. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, let's see, published by Prombit Games, which have no other titles. It's uh, 
15 bucks, and I put a little couple asterisks after that. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. So $15 for the individual that just wants mm. to jump right into Magic Nations, especially after I make it sound so well. Um, so it was re- released uh, last November, and uh, that's about the extent of the good things I can say about it. <laughs> and <laughs> so, all right, so here's what it is. All right, so again, we're just talking about the list here um, and some other stuff but uh so there's no creativity in the list uh have you pulled it up and taken a look at the list of it yet i have yeah okay so as you can see there is a complete lack of creativity in this list and it has nothing at all to do with what you do in the game like uh with the exception of a couple of these win play against uh whatever classes there are so but there's no like this is like a card game for those of you. I probably should explain that a little better. So Magic Nations is the <laughs> game. And it's a card game where basically you play cards and, and it's like a just your typical crappy card game where, you know, you, you got different you know fighting cards that beat up on each other until there's no hit points and then the card disappears and then there's, you know, things like that. You're clearly a collectible card game player. <laughs> clearly. Now, I will say something. You won't be surprised why I've played this game here in a second. Now, and by play, I'll put, again, asterisks on that as well. So there's asterisks after the price, and there's asterisks after me playing this. But I assume that there is certain cards that you can play and get, like, a kill streak or, like, kill like a special kind of unit with another special unit of some sort. Now, granted, I don't really know much about this game, but that's because there's another flaw in this game. The flaw is, is that you can literally play the tutorial and the tutorial counts towards your experience. Oh, I see where this is going. Yes. And so (laughs) if one was so inclined, so inclined, and there are 10 achievements for leveling up by 10 levels, so 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and 100. And those are very well named, by the way. So you <laughs> receive the level 10 achievement once you reach level 10. Yes, the level 10 <sighs> reached. Yeah, Mind I know. exploded. <laughs> I know. I know. But, I, I mean, I could go over the other ones if you like. Uh, it's, it's insane. There's a level 20. Oof. Level 20 reached. I, I kid you not. I kid you not. So, and yes, this continues. So, these are the big achievements. Like the, there's only five other achievements, and they are something like orcs. One battle playing orcs. Now you might think, <laughs> hmm, what are the other ones? Well, there's five other classes apparently: Amazons, Necromancers, Humans, Elves, and Dwarves. Yeah, that's right. There's an achievement named after each one of those, and the description is one battle playing with whatever it is. So. That's all your achievements. And then there's like a little crap achievement in there for finishing the tutorial. But the beauty of the tutorial is if one is so inclined, they could just run it over and over and over and over again. And especially if they have a certain device that allows them to do so (laughs) where they can basically, you know, kind of move a few cards here, move a few cards there, exit back to the, you know, finish the match, exit back to the menu, go back to the tutorial, you know. So if one was so inclined... One could do that. However, before you do that, let me tell you why. That was why there was an asterisk next to me playing it. Because Of course. Yes, yes. I have never actually played a match legitimately on this game. 
And uh, I'm already up to level 70, I think, 70-something. Uh, I'm getting to the juicy achievements. Though. I'm getting preloaded for yeah, you are. a future uh, iteration. But uh, the asterisk next to the $15 is because there's an in-store game for this little crap game. So you can buy gold. I assume you can do something with gold. I'm really not sure what you do with gold. I assume you buy better cards. So it's probably like a pay-to-win type game, if I was guessing. I don't know, but you can buy gold. So there's gold for sale. And that gold gets you something. And I can tell you, as a matter of fact, that you can get 1200 gold for the low, low price of eight ninety nine. Now, how would I know that? <laughs> because clearly I'm not interested in this game. Clearly I am not exploring all the options of this game outside of the tutorial. So I only know this because literally when I was about a couple of days ago, I was looking for this gift certificate that I had bought one of my students for his birthday and he had lost the the little certificate I had printed for him. And so I was reprinting it. So I was going back through my past purchases to get this reprinted for him. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, what, what, what is this? And literally an automated approach decided that it would be in my best interest to stock up stockpile on gold so, uh, mm. yes. So the good news is, is that somehow it corrected itself at some point, but the bad news is that it did not do it quite as quickly as I had hoped. And so I am the proud owner of at minimum, I have no idea, I haven't gone back and looked, but I know at minimum I have 24,000 gold. Ooh. So... Um, and I only realized this a month and some change after, and apparently there are certain transactions in the Microsoft store that are non-refundable. And, uh, especially when you find them over a month later. Uh, and so, you know, Kelly's busy. She uses, she pays the credit card. She kind of keeps tabs on that. She's better at it than I am. And, um, yeah, she didn't see it. She just thought because I was in some certain contest that I was spending a little bit more money than usual. But no, it was uh, 20, 20, <laughs> 20 different purchases uh, of, uh, yeah, eight ninety nine each uh, for <laughs> 1200 gold. And, <laughs> and so this is literally the most expensive game that I own. Um, oh my so God. I literally spent... About $200 on this game, if you count in the <laughs> initial investment. <laughs> and it's just, I can't believe it. And I feel, this is so bad. So I'm just warning you, if you want to try to cheese it on the tutorial, I, I assume that what I could probably buy, I'm sure there's like some super card you can get, and I'm sure I have enough gold to buy whatever the hell card there is that would make me invincible. I don't even know, but maybe I could even buy the achievements uh, for this amount of gold that I have. Uh, but anyway, if I can gift it and you want gold, I don't know, just let me know. I, I got plenty. I am Fort Knox on Magic Nations. Uh, when it comes to gold. So anyhow, so not only is the list awful and the uh, obviously as you can tell, but there's a special place in hell for this game in my book. And on a related note, my uh, little <laughs> Cronus is uh, grounded for five months uh, until uh, <laughs> or until uh, the next contest starts. So yes, uh, yeah, it's grounded. Um, it's it's in the corner, um, thinking about what it's done. I just search Prime Bit Games. Yeah, 
and it came up in a language I don't recognize. It's like Russian <laughs> oh, or God. Swedish or something like that. Yeah. Someone over there is just like, man, there's a guy over in the U- U.S. that really loves this game. Yeah. Oh, it was so embarrassing. I can't believe I did that. Like, well, I mean, I didn't do it, but I can't believe nobody in my household noticed this until a month and some change later. I guess that's a good thing. That means uh, we're not like hurting or something, but man. I mean, but that could have been a lot worse, like, because this thing is just keeps going, you know? And so that could have easily, <laughs> that could have easily been 200 purchases. I mean, I mean oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can, yeah. So I guess I kind of got off easy on it, but man, that's so bad. I just, uh, I'm just disgusted with it. So the list sucks and I hate the game. So there you go. That's why it's my <laughs> bad. <laughs> so that's funny. Your story of you spending way too much yeah on this yeah. game is far more interesting than this list like the <laughs> list is awful yeah and i'm just... I, i'm even sitting there watching some game clips of it just to try to get an idea because yeah i like collectible card games <laughs> you need this game looks awful yeah it's not it's not great i mean it's just got a couple of really juicy achievements that's why i went for it obviously and you yeah, can preload I mean, them and yeah the level 100 achievement, like, holy TA, Batman. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's got yeah. one hell of a ratio. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to play it that long. I, I assume if you play it legit, maybe it takes less time. I'm not even sure how many hours I have in this game. Probably well over 200 at this point. Got 24,000 gold in 200 hours, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, 246 hours already in this game. That's a, So if you run the game for Oof. 246 hours... It can get you uh, a nice uh, level 70-something and, and get you an empty bank account, and uh, that's about it. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a good candidate for a list. This is quite honestly a horrific list. It's yeah, just it's, it's nothing. a nothing of a list. It is nothing. There's nothing there. They just want you to keep playing. And, you know, there's level 100, and I don't even know if, where it says uh, one battle playing blank. I don't even know if that means you're playing against them or as them. I don't even know what that means. So I just know that they're not, they got real low ratios. So I assume it's very easy to do. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah. So wash that down with something good. Give us something good. What we got? (laughs) All right. So it's been quite a while since I said how I think a good list is on the panel. And this being my first time on one list, two list. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, a good list is not necessarily and okay, well let me say this first. Hmm. If there is two people on a sliding scale of how you achievement hunt, I am on one end and Elroy is on the very, <laughs> very opposite end. That, that's Elroy, fair. you are very much just <laughs> balls to the wall, get the get, get the score, get out. Yep. While I want to, you know, enjoy the game while earning the achievements. The the achievements are part of the game, whereas Elroy's just like, who needs a story? Who needs gameplay? I need <laughs> points. It's all yeah. about them gains. It's all about that fix. Getting that gamer score straight into the veins as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I like lists that make me do something creative, make me experience all of what the game has or something like that. And for a list that I really, really like, and what I would call a good list, is the Orange Box. Now, is this something that you... Well, I imagine you at least know of it. I did a search for you, and it doesn't look like you've played this game whatsoever. (laughs) Oh, God, no. It's been sitting with dust on my shelf. Uh, A friend gave it to me, and uh, all that glitters isn't gold. Isn't this like 
six games packed into one with only a thousand gamer score? Yes. Yeah, so this came out in October 2007. It has three games in it. It's Half Life Two, Portal, and Team Fortress Two. Never played any of those. Portal, I know kind of the gist of it, but I don't know anything about the other two. You've never played Half Life? Wow, that's not the reaction I thought you. I was. I was expecting to get. <laughs> no, I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't even know what it is to be honest. Really? Oh wow, that changes what I'm going to say later on about that game. Okay, oh. interesting. So Portal is a tremendous. Uh, puzzle game. It's one of those games that I wish I had that Men in Black forgetty <laughs> thing where you just you erase a memory so right, I could right. go back and experience it again. I love that game. Team Fortress 2 is one of the very first games that I really got sucked into. So my very first achievement that I've unlocked in this game was on January 21st of 2009. I imagine since at this point I was still in high school, the game came out. Uh, I must have had a friend or someone that played it and recommended it to me, and I got it for Christmas the next year and eventually started playing the games. Yeah, like I said, I played hundreds of hours of this of this game, and one thing that is very notable about this list is that back in 2007, back in the very beginning of the Xbox 360 life, when all of the games were, you know, had 1,000 gamer score, 50 achievements... This is a thousand gamer score, ninety nine achievements. So each game has a bunch of achievements in it, not necessarily thirty three split right down the middle. Team Fortress Two is basically just like a arena first person shooter kind of a thing. Like I said, Portal's puzzle and Half Life is a story based shooter. Quite honestly, I don't like the game. I really never played. Half-Life 2 all the way to completion. Like I've dabbled in it enough to know that I don't like it. I think it's it just hasn't aged well. Most older people love Half-Life, and that's why I was very surprised to hear that you've never played it. I know I I think it's Nate anyway is very much into it and a few others in the communities. So I'm sure I'm gonna get a couple of the older crowd that's gonna at me. Is it uh appealing to the old crowd in the sense of people that have been around on uh, the Xbox community for a long time or just people that are old in the in the sense that they're close to death? <laughs> just older <laughs> gamers have really loved okay. uh Half-Life because it always pushed the boundaries. Like it's very much a physics-based um shooter. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, one of the achievements is to put the can in the trash. Where you just go over and you can pick up like a basketball or a soda can or something like that, and you could throw it, and it will bounce around and stuff like that. It was very cutting edge for its time. Just for its time, it just didn't grab me because at this point, you know, Halo Three was out, and it's a much better first person shooter. Right. Well, there's a couple things working against it. A, um, it's a first person shooter. Uh, <laughs> you can see I, I think I'm ranked, you know, in the top. 200,000 in the first person shooters maybe maybe yeah uh which is odd since i'm like you know have a lot of gamer score uh but uh the other thing is is you you forget that i'm actually pretty new to the achievement community and or to xbox in general really um i'm i haven't i'm not one of the old timers in the sense of being around uh, xbox for a long time so Right, but you've done a lot of gaming throughout your life, and I just assumed you had played Half-Life. Yeah, I just, I just came in during, like, right at the tail end of the 360 into the 1. It was kind of, I didn't really spend much time on the 360, so uh, I had maybe, like, 
a year and a half on it before the the one came out. And gotcha. Then, yeah. So I, I really don't have much. I don't have like attachment to a lot of these franchises like that. Mm. Like I don't like I Halo completely missed with me. I mean, as you know, I haven't played any Halo either. Um, mm. We could fix that. <laughs> like, but there's a lot of games like that where I, I, I don't have any history with it. And so, yeah, it, there's a long list of ones that I've I missed out on, like Battlefield, the. Uh, Call of Duty, all that stuff. So, hmm. yeah, not my thing. Well, like I was saying, what makes this list really fun is the fact that, like I said, there's 99 achievements. So as you're playing, you're constantly unlocking something. So you're getting that drip feeds, and it feels like no matter what you're doing, you're earning something, which is really cool. In Team Fortress 2, there's like different specific achievements for different classes, like the the pyro set five enemies on fire in 30 seconds, you know, just accumulate a thousand total kills, play games with seven or more players on your friends list, different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you try this character, you get an achievement. You try this character, you get, a, a, get an achievement portal. There's a bunch of different achievements for like, I mean, obviously just beating the game. There's a couple of, I believe it was like challenge stages or something like that, where as you beat those, you earn it. You earn achievements, then you can do like other challenges where you can only walk so many steps in the puzzle and things like that. They're all achievements, stuff that you could go out of your way to do, like fall 300 feet. Yeah, just a whole bunch of stuff. And then like Half Life is more of my blind spot. I know there's a ton of them for that. I most look like they're story based ones, but I know there is one achievement to carry the gnome throughout the entire game. And I know it's one of those very infamous achievements because it's very challenging because there's one part where you're on like a uh, what's the boat with the the, the airboats where it has like the big fan on the back of it mm-hmm. yeah. and like you have to put the gnome on the boat and set it down then you get in and you have to drive and, and if it falls over you have to stop pick it back up put it on there <laughs> And it's just one of those achievements. It's like, well, let's see what we can make achievement hunters do and see what they'll do. Just <laughs> yeah. for this, you know, couple of gamer score. I have heard of that one. I think uh, Chewy was talking about that one. Uh, he he kind of features this in a a back to back. I think it was Chewy, but uh, someone was talking probably. About that. Yeah, so uh, I remember him talking about that. I thought that sounded pretty cool. But one thing, I, I if I noticed it back then, I, I've long since forgot, but you were talking about throwing something in the basket. Mm, I, yes. I do like the attention to detail in the sense that that achievement is called two points, like you're making a two-pointer, Yeah, and, and it's actually worth two points, two gamers. <laughs> right, so, yeah. I do like that. That, that. Props to him on that. It's a little stuff like that. It's like, oh, this is, it's just fun. Other than that, uh, not much for me here. Uh, five gamer score on everything. I don't know. Yes. Just, oof. Yeah. That is the thing. Since it is a <laughs> 99 achievements with a thousand gamer score, obviously they're all going to be very low. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not going to be racking up the scores real quickly with this. I like the hot potato owned. That took that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Kill a combine soldier with his own grenade. Yeah. They got some clever names here. Yeah, like this, very much unlike the Magic Nations, it looks like they actually tried to make a list. (laughs) They tried to put some love into it. Yeah, for sure. And make it very interesting, very unique. And I'd be willing to bet that a lot of people have different memories or at least know of the Orange Box because especially for its time, it was a very, very unique achievement list. It's something that I very much appreciate when developers do this instead of, you know, 
reached level 100. <laughs> right. Orc, human, necromancer. Or do you have like spelling errors or something? Like oh, that yeah. Chance. I kind of appreciate those. Uh, those are kind of funny. A little dessert possum and all that. Never hurt anybody. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, so I guess the question I have for you is if this list is uh, such a good list and uh, you enjoy this game so much, why is this in the incomplete pile for you? Not even close. Uh, not even close, honestly. Well, there's two reasons. The okay. Team Fortress, which is the game that I've put, oh my gosh, conservatively. 500 hours into hmm. um that's done i love team, like i said i love team fortress There's, i definitely have that done portal i have most of the portal achievements the only ones that i haven't gotten are the ones where you need to it's a super challenging ones where you can only do so many portals or so many footsteps and it's one of those things where in the back of my mind i want to do it legit I want to actually test myself. I actually want to do it. But I've kind of gotten to the point now where if I ever pick it back up, like I, if I re-download it, I'm just going to use a guide and just get it done with. Oh, you were try, oh I didn't realize you were going there. I, you wouldn't use a guide from the start? No. I always like to at least attempt it. And I have attempted it. And I know I've done a couple, but I haven't been able to complete it on my own. Wow. Wow. And then for Half-Life, I just have no interest in playing that game. I <laughs> well that makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that's one of those things where there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be mad and they're like, you should at least try to play it. It's a really good game. It's cutting edge for the time, but it it was for the time. Now yeah. I just I just have no interest in going to it. And unless I ever really get the completionist bug, this is probably gonna be be a game that never sees a completion because there's just so many of it. I think Half-Life is like a 10-hour-ish game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you got to do the, a couple of the annoying achievements. It's like, eh, just not yeah. my thing. Yeah, I agree. I love the list for what they did, but it's it's just not probably ever going to get completed for me. Just uh, admitting it's the best, uh, you know, did that feel therapeutic? Just putting <laughs> that out there. A little. Yeah, that's good. I, I, can, I can admit it. I can admit that I know I'm not going to complete this. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. Maybe if the 360 servers go down, they'll light a little fire under my butt to go do it. But as of right now, I'm good with it not being completed. There you go. Ah, shoot. Well, all right. Well, that's cool. That's uh, Everyone speaks highly of this game. and uh, It's I, very good. It is very, very good. Well, if you ever, if you find next time you play it that your uh, copy of it's all scratched up and you just need a copy, uh, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> Mine's, I can blow the dust off it and send it your way. Quite honestly, I think I have like three or four copies of this game. <laughs> what in the world, man? I had one. My brother had one. I think we bought another one because we lost a disc. And then I think I had a friend give me another one. So, like, I'm good on the orange box. And I, it might even be Game Pass. What is it? Let's see. No, it's not Game Pass. Never mind. Huh. Did you spend $190 on this game? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. If this had this game come out now... When I had when I wasn't in high school and I had a job and there was microtransactions, yeah, I could see me buying a lot, a bunch <laughs> of like cosmetics for uh, Team Fortress. All right. Anyhow, well, thank you everyone for uh, sticking through to the end, listening to uh, my ma's sayings and hearing my uh, <laughs> tale of woe of uh, how I was uh, basically took a match to two hundred dollars. So there you go. <laughs> And uh, thank you for listening to uh, Fufu talk about uh, a game that probably 
most people are never going to play. I, most people have played this. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. You, you're just not most people. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. So if you have any uh, thoughts, uh, suggestions, and all that good stuff, uh, just uh, let us know in the Discord. So thanks for listening. See you. Hello, I'm Wakapale, and I try to complete at least one Game Pass game per month. In April, I went for the overpriced metal slug-like Mighty Goose. Mighty Goose is a sci-fi themed pixel art run and gun where you play as the bounty hunter Mighty Goose, who is tasked with saving a solar system, possibly galaxy, populated by anthropomorphic animals from an evil emperor, or something. Mighty Goose is just a goose with guns and has zero character development and never say a word. He, she, it just honks. The story is completely throwaway. I believe it can be played in co-op, but I don't know if a secondary profile can unlock achievements. I initially found it very annoying all the weapons required you to tap to shoot. Thankfully, there's an accessibility mode which can enable auto-fire. Mighty Goose offers roughly two hours of levels, which you have to play at least twice as the de facto hard mode unlocks after defeating the final boss. For the completion you also have to S-rank both the normal and the hard versions of the levels, but it is rather easy, especially after completing hard mode, which unlocks invulnerability after completing the hard levels and visiting the portal between the normal and hard levels. I believe the most important metric for an S rank is a high kill combo, but I really do not know the best way to get S ranks, but I do know I found most of them really easy. Mighty Goose is normally $20, which is way too much for what's on offer. It features two hours of action-packed fun, then an additional two to four hours of achievement mop-up. Its 18 achievements are worth 1000 game score and game pass inflated 2000 TA. TA's time estimate is 6 to 8 hours, but you are very likely to complete it faster than that if you do not try to get all the S ranks until you've unlocked invulnerability. Your final achievement will very likely be for killing 10,000 enemies, which is more than two playthroughs worth of enemies. For my final 2000 kills or so, I found one of the enemies who spawned kamikaze bugs, then put down my controller with god mode enabled and walked away. A while later my phone let me know I had killed 10,000 enemies, which meant another completion for me. I had a decent time with Mighty Goose, but I would not recommend it at anywhere near $20. It can easily be completed within the standard two weeks notice of leaving Game Pass, or when you find a handful of hours available for gaming. Have a nice day, everyone.